You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Episode 4, Legion of Three Worlds, Part 1. And welcome to the Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Episode 4. We are going to take a little break from our chronological uh, tallying of, of of the Legionnaires and how they joined and uh, talk a little bit about uh, something new that's been coming out, and that's Legion of Three Worlds. we got issues 1 and 2 to discuss and pull apart and look at all the little things. I am Paul French, and today I am Video Lad, because I just finished a 72-hour film festival like an hour and a half ago. And I am Darren Noel, and I'm after Glow go, go Lad, and I'm not telling you why. <laughs> and I'm Matt Kramer, the uh, new Legionnaire on the block, Lad. <laughs> <laughs> go away. Uh, your shame, I say. Back to my corner. He's hanging tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Oh, God. Uh, I'm in the fetal position just from mentioning New Kids on the Block. <laughs> he, has, he has the best superpower of them all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's able to defeat anyone. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I assume everybody, uh, like myself, made a dash to the comic store this past Wednesday to pick up uh, Legion of Three Worlds Part 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Of course, by the... <laughs> oh, but, oh, yeah. Of course, by the time this this episode actually comes out, everyone will be like, "Wow, it took them that long to go and get it." But uh, but no, I I, uh, I was there, you know, you know, I actually went to a different comic store than my usual comic store because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get there, and there was no way that I was going to get to uh, Thursday without having read this thing. I have to agree. I was sitting at work going, "Did the books deliver?" Because we had that weird holiday. Yeah, yeah. And then when someone, I think it was uh, you, Matt, said. I just went and picked up my books. I'm like, okay, I'm going. <laughs> I'm out of here. How do, I, how do I fake um, some sick time here so I can get out of the office and go pick up my books? Uh, luckily, my comic shop's about five minutes away from my work, so oh. I just went and got it on my lunch break. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I, I gotta. I, you know, usually if I'm if I'm in Toronto, then I then I go to my regular store. But uh, you know, if if I don't have any reason to go in on Wednesdays, it's you know sometimes well that reason is just going to get my books, and it's a long way away. So you know, yeah, one I, thing I, I, we should say is okay on the day the book comes out, if you don't want to be spoiled, turn off the internet. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> walk away from it, yeah. people. Just walk away if you want to like not be spoiled by something. Leave it alone. Ab- absolutely. Your book, read it, and and then go on the internet and see what everyone's you know happy and or angry about. Totally, <laughs> and and you know what the emotions are somewhere on those two lines, not in between. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that, Darren, because you know we we should stipulate right at the beginning that we are going to get spoilery. Um, oh, totally. So we're going to spoil this bad boy. You know, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're totally gonna dissect it, and uh, and the fact is, you know, if if um, uh, you know, if you don't want to be spoiled yet, if you haven't read uh, Legion of Three Worlds uh, issues one and two, press pause. You can come back to this one later when you have, and uh, and we'll give you a little more depth to it. But uh, but yeah, we're not out to ruin it for you. But uh, we know that there's a lot of people who have read it and they're just like, okay, so who was that? 
And what was that? And why is there no story in this double-sized <laughs> issue? <laughs> and he knows I'm talking about him. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? By that for that second issue, there's no way anyone can say that. Um, I, I mean, that. I still think there was a ton going on in the first issue, but that's... Uh, you know, as as we've discussed, it's one of those things where maybe maybe you don't know how important it was if you don't know all the details of about the Legion, but uh, but certainly uh, these ones are in there. So why don't we start with uh, with issue one? Well, that's an excellent place to start. It is. <laughs> okay. So we uh, we open up, of course, with with the time trapper, and um, ah. it's interesting because I mean, when when he first came about. Um, you know, he was, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't like the, I mean, he wasn't the Legion's greatest foe. No, he was actually a, a regular old pawn foe. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy in funky suit, you know, he could have been Kronos from uh, the Adams Rogues Gallery for all we knew. Right. At that point. And then at some point, and I think it was kind of in the Levitt's run, I could be wrong about this, someone correct me, where he became something more than that, and the Time Trapper, the 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 man that the Legion knew was the Time Trapper was revealed as being nothing but just a pawn. Well, see, the, the, what, I, what I do remember ju- uh, just prior to that was was the Roy Thomas, um, and I think Jerry Conway started off the story and Roy Thomas finished it off, or, or vice versa. Uh, that that could have been it, yeah. But, but that would be the Reflecto story. And, oh, yes. Uh. And, um, <laughs> Let me uh, take uh, some Pepto, hang on. <laughs> And uh, the the time trapper when he showed up in that came off very much of the snidely whiplash nyaa ah type villain. Um, yes, yes, he did. You know, I mean, so so he never seemed like like you know you always got the impression that hey, Mordru is much tougher than this guy. Oh, and, totally. And so totally. so until Mordru then, still the number one. No, absolutely, and and until that, and really, in the next place that I remember seeing the Time Trapper after that storyline was um, in the Great Darkness Saga, of course, mm-hmm. when they're uh, when they're when when they're going around uh, trying to see, you know, who the the bad guy has 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 got, and you know, I'm saying who the bad guy has got, like you know, the, the trades already got him on the cover, so it's not like I'm really giving anything away here. <laughs> True. true. Um, but, uh, but but the bad guy was sucking out the powers of all the other Legion bad guys. Exactly, and so you know he got to Mordrew and he got to the Time Trapper, and um, it, but that was really the first time we actually saw him in the Levitt's run proper, mm-hmm. and uh, and then of course really once we got into the Baxter series, wow. It, yeah. You know, right. He stepped and, it up a notch, didn't he? A <laughs> little bit, a little bit, and and I mean, really, that's that that goes back to the story that Matt was talking about last week, which is w- how he got into the Legion was that that Superman and Legion crossover, uh, which which really involved the Time Trapper and the whole pocket universe mm-hmm. thing, and 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 that's where we basically, I think that is the point at which, hey, the Time Trapper, he's not, he's not a around. laughing matter, yeah, right. he's not a laughing matter, period, yeah, yeah, if it's a he. <laughs> well, the, that's true. You know, if there's that, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll we'll certainly get into that uh, next episode when we get into our our Monel spotlight. Or, or if it's a legionnaire, let's not forget that little plot twist that happened. But can't we? <laughs> we we could, but you know. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'd really like. We to. won't say which one it was, but <laughs> we'll definitely say, hey, yeah. what if? Yeah. Dot dot dot. So sad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. 
So of course uh, we we see the uh, the time trap route here, you know, at at the end of time, of course, and and you you'll remember uh, now it's at the end of the time. I wonder I, I wonder do they make reference to the Iron Curtain of time or is that rest is that <laughs> reference now passe? <laughs> I, I don't think they'll call it the Iron Curtain anymore since that's obviously uh, another 50s, 60s, you know. Oh, totally. 70s, 80s, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Political reference, but. I believe the Time Trapper is keeping folks out of his domain quite easily. But this does kind of remember the Baxter story where the Infinity Man fought the Time Trapper. Right. It was actually a crisis crossover. I think that's the first time we saw Time Trapper as more than what maybe he should have been. That's right. I just remember that while we were talking about this. And I'm Mm -hmm. going, wait a minute. maybe, Maybe that's been retrofitted, so... Well, and, and and again, that comes down to uh, where the continuity of the Legion that's shown up in in Action Comics and mm-hmm. in Justice League, and uh, and now in in Legion of Two Worlds as well. And I and we talked about this earlier. I agree. I don't think it's a cut. I don't think it's a distinct cutoff point. Nor do I. Right. Nor do I. I think I think it's one of those. Uh, we're going to take the stuff that we like and leave the stuff that we don't like, and so it's going to be a little <laughs> little messy like that. But... Poor Quizlet. <laughs> poor poor Quizlet. <laughs> poor poor Quizlet. I love Quizlet, but you know he's you know. <laughs> I love Quizlet. Quizlet. It would do my heart good to see him back in this in the series. Point, <laughs> well, they say they're going to have every Legionnaire in there. Well, he's already appeared once, and he appears in this book. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. That's right. You know. Um. It, you know. I mean, it, it, Quizlet always reminded me of uh, of Fireflight from the Micronauts, and uh, there's there's an obs- <laughs> there's an obscure reference, everyone. Boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, there were like three people reading the Micronauts by the time it got to that point, so. <laughs> All right. So we do have the uh, the, uh, the the Time Trapper here, and we actually get the, you know, the hand going through the uh, the barrier and everything, which is, of course, a an often, you know, it's an oft-used uh, um, crisis motif. Yeah, the hand. The hand <laughs> coming out of the ether, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so he talks about the boy, you know, basically um, using this boy. And of course, we know which boy that is. Um, and this and we ties... can call him boy again. So that's interesting. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it is. And I, 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 it's, I, I, you know, obviously ties into that whole uh, that whole court ruling. But um, you know, certainly. Anyway, that it it is that boy. And of course, this ties back right to the uh, to the time trapper during the Baxter Baxter run and what he was doing during that Superman crossover uh, with Superboy. But but what I'm loving is on the next page we know what years they are because clearly <laughs> they're in. Now it's only using one one or two colors of the well, really just one color of the rainbow. But we still get the years. We got the little spirals going. I know that I'm in the time stream. Exactly. That's your clue. <laughs> right exactly. So um, this really sort of picks up where the uh, the Superman run in action, which we'll get to at a later date, uh, left off. And uh, they're referring to, of course, Earthman, who showed up in, in that storyline, and he was a former Legion, uh, Legion reject. And, um, like us. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Except rather than turning his powers to good and helping people learn about the Legion, he instead... You know, went went a whole other direction, um, and so this really gets into the whole the xenophobic nature of um, of Earth in the uh, in in the three thousands. 
um you know and basically it's all you know they're they're saying everything's about uh, you know as as the guy here says and of course they seem loosely based on Jonathan and Martha Kent naturally and um you know i think that's what we're what we're supposed to think and we saw something similar to this in the uh in the superman and the legion uh, mm-hmm. uh series and um and so and so basically you know they're they they've got this whole thing about, about you know get the aliens off the earth of course uh they get something that lands in their in their field <laughs> and you know hey a child of the corn so to speak oh yeah and then he comes out there in all his uh resplendent glory with his little uh uh s scar and well he, uh, he, he can i just say thank george perez for drawing a hot superboy prime can i just say that <laughs> Because <laughs> dang, he's cut, isn't he? Anyway. A little bit, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's classic. That's classic Perez anatomy yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. And of course, uh, it turns out that uh, that uh, June and Mara, the farmers in in Smallville, were were right to be fearing the aliens because <laughs> they get vaporized by them. Yeah. Barbecue. And uh, and then uh, and I just love I just love this this next page where he comes across the Superman Museum, and, uh, and realizes I'm in the stupid future. <laughs> yeah, it's such a classic line, isn't it? Everything he says, it's just classic. It it just sounds like and and if it wasn't Jeff Johns writing him, I think I would hate him. But yeah, yeah, with Jeff right. writing him. He sounds like everything he says has come out of the mouth of some fan at some point. Oh, without about, a doubt. One of those stupid stories that they put in my stupid comic, and it's like, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you're not examining yourself while reading Superboy Prime's dialogue, then uh, maybe you should. <laughs> without a doubt, and, and, and I, love, I love just sort of reading comments on, on forums, and, and you realize it's like, wow, this dude is Superboy Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, without the power. <laughs> In, indeed, indeed. So on, on the next page, we get into the Superman Museum, and this is just this this two page spread alone has just a uh, a rich, um, you know, whole lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, you've got from the centerpiece that which is an homage to uh, to Action Number One, of course, um, to some of the alternate continuities. <laughs> And that's the part I really love is you've got um, along the along the bottom on the uh, on on the far left hand side, you know the, that's definitely the Tim Sale uh, Superman for all seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got the <laughs> Superman One Million, of course, Kingdom Come Superman, who's mm-hmm. found himself a home in the JSA these days, and the Tangent Universe Superman. Yeah. Now the the picture of of young Clark with his parents up at the top there. I'm wondering if that's uh, directly taken out of another. Uh, like for some reason, I, I think of the uh, Busick and Eminem uh, secret identity. Hmm. But but I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure on that one. I, in fact, I'd say I was probably less than 60 percent sure. So either it is or it isn't. You know. Uh, of course, we have uh, Luthor in in his prison grays, as we used to always see him back in back in the day. Mm-hmm. Before the super friends, indeed, yes, and uh, and uh, of course, you know, Clark, Jimmy, and Perry, Clark and Lois getting married. But on the uh, on the other page here, you get the 
you know, obviously there's there's crypto. It's the it's the next one that I, that I love that they put in, and that's Superwoman, uh, which was Superwoman, which was in one of the um, it was in one of the uh, DC Comics Presents annuals. Yeah, I think she was in the last annual. That's right. Yeah, and and she was also um, there was a novel that Elliot Asmagan wrote uh, following the really fantastic uh, novel that he wrote called uh, Last Son of Krypton. His next mm-hmm. his next Superman novel was called Miracle Monday, and Miracle Monday mm-hmm. involved this this woman who worked uh, basically as a, a, I think she was um, I think she worked in a museum. And it's been a long, long time since I've read it, but uh, but anyway, and so she came back to back from the future to find out who Superwoman was and learned that that it was her, and hmm. uh, so it was re- a really neat story, um, easy to find in in like any quarter bin at any convention, and uh, and so you know yeah, DC needs to really decide to either put DC Comics Presents in the showcase format or in trade. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't I don't agree care. more. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, just definitely. Do it. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's great stuff. Especially for the the uh, the Legion of Substitute Heroes story. Oh, <laughs> as as uh, as, as um, Wet Rats on the forum says, you know, one of the, I always say one of the greatest uh, single issues of a comic book ever. He he mm. says no, not one of. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, it, it's, it was it's, the one of the best comics I have ever read. Yeah, in my life, and wow, just wow. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No one move, or I kill the cake. <laughs> <laughs> that gets me every time. <laughs> Another one that, that, that I, and what is it you do, dear? I make people sick. I bet you do. Poor <laughs> <laughs> infectious laugh. You get no uh, break. <laughs> oh man! Uh, then of course we we get uh, Supergirl, then Connell. Uh, up the top we've got Power Girl, Steel, Lori Lamaris, and the Justice. Another League. LL. Indeed, <laughs> indeed, they're all over the place. They are. Um, looking up at the top of the um, of the stairs, you have the uh, Red Sun with the little model of exploding Krypton, and then mm-hmm. you have uh, Ma and Pa Kent standing over a, a very uh, Donner movie esque uh, crystalline. Uh, spaceship and mm-hmm. um yeah just, just all kinds of little little great little uh, little easter eggs uh, abound in this mm-hmm. issue and uh and as i say you know that was that was right from this page so mm-hmm. it's a beautiful totally. thing but then but then to make it even better we get into the hall of 1000 olsons <laughs> uh, do we have to mention the, the the comic that doesn't exist in my continuity again which one's that? Oh, that yeah, Countdown. that one. That yeah, one. Because yeah. for those of you who didn't watch Countdown or read Countdown, this was what happened to Olsen in Countdown. That's mm-hmm. all you need. Well, you know, yeah, and and I mean, you know, the the and and to be fair, they they took it. Uh, you know, the the silver the old Silver Age, uh, you know, transformations of Jimmy Olsen were were a, were a lot of fun. I mean, they were oh, totally goofy, they were. goofy Silver mm-hmm. Age fun, and they made them into something really sort of. They tried to make it edgy in in Countdown, and it's like, how can you make Porcupine Lad edgy? Uh, So, of course, we have the... He's not edgy. We have, uh, you know, Brainy Olsen (laughs) down at the bottom, where where his his head evolved. And one day we'll we'll soon see uh, a friend of the Legion who has a similar ability. Um, We have the Wolfman... 
Jimmy. We have him looking like, uh, of course, there's the big dinosaur boy in the middle. Um, uh, isn't that Turtle Boy? It it is Turtle Boy. You're you're correct. And um, yeah. and it looks like it also is a scroll down at the bottom uh, on the on the left hand <laughs> side. Happy Easter yeah. egg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, little tornado Olson. We got uh, Tubby Olson. We got uh, looks like an Olson with many arms and Olson as an ape. <laughs> and um, and the classic Elastic Lad. Indeed, indeed. Elastic Lad, who has a connection to the Legion as well, having been uh, made an honorary member at one point. Yes, indeedy. So, so again, uh, lots of Silver Agey goodness uh, going on there. <laughs> um, on, on the next page, we get we get something that, uh, and I'm wondering if we're going to see a little a little something of this in the in the upcoming storyline in Superman, uh, which is the uh, New Krypton. Uh, where they talk? Oh, I'd be surprised if it's not going to be there. I would really be right. shocked if they didn't put that in there, since Johns is writing both this and that. Exactly, exactly. So you, you get the uh, uh, the whole thing on Candor with um, basically says, you know, Superman and I would have made a great team inside that bottle city, like Batman and and Robin. And of course, that was um, Nightwing and Flamebird from back in the uh, in the Silver Age. They actually became the Batman and Robin of Candor, and then those uh, identities were taken over, and Van Z became uh, Nightwing, and Akvar was Flamebird. And, yes, but that's uh, not the only place those names exist in our DC universe. Oh, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. But and that, and that was the. Uh, mm -hmm. You know that was the whole thing where they had to sort of retrofit it because uh, the mm -hmm. idea of of Dick Grayson becoming uh, uh, Nightwing was, you know, partly in, in homage to Superman who would who had been there as as he grew up and uh, and he and the old Batgirl became Flamebird <laughs> exactly <laughs> Betty Kane <laughs> Betty, Betty Kane, Kane. tennis superstar and um, <laughs> she's got a vicious backhand <laughs> you, if you're facing her front on you're good but from the back forget it you're unconscious. So, so yeah, Nightwing and Flamebird, you know, that's those are names with a heritage. And of course, um, after in the one year later um, in Supergirl, there was a Nightwing and Flamebird story. That's, you know, I just think it's funny how the Superman family had them first, and then suddenly the Bat family has them now. Absolutely, kind of absolutely. And it looks like Rick's here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna add Rick into the conference. And not until he punches in the secret code. <laughs> <laughs> We have no security in this headquarters, I swear. <laughs> Why don't you just invite Computo in? Maybe I am, Darren. Maybe I am. No! <laughs> so, okay, Rick, we're, we're, we're in, in process of uh, discussing the first issue of Legion of Three Worlds. We're just like, we, we actually have just gotten to about the fifth or sixth page here, so... So how's Rick? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, good, good. So, uh, are we on now, or we are? We, we are. We're we're in the we're in the midst of uh, we're about uh, 23 minutes in. We've just been talking, you know, the time trap. And we've and... gotten to six pages. Yeah, yeah wait exactly. until it's look out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. Um, <laughs> anyway, the, 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 and and there's there's actually you got here just in time for the for the, what that really cool uh, page uh, that really cool image at the bottom. Uh, of course, 
He talks a little bit about his, his signal watch, talks a little bit about the rocket leaving Krypton, and then down at the bottom we have like a gallery of Superman. And this is, I, I just love this. Um, you know, this is such a great... Um, Gag. Well, it's a yeah, gag. It, it's it really a is. Egg as a gag. <laughs> yeah. So, so the the thing is, for those who uh, who haven't translated the interlock down at the bottom, um, the basically, and and you know what, do a search on interlock, and you can find the uh, you can find the the code. And um, of course, the first one we have, I believe, is Siegel. Not Schuster. Oh, sorry. Yes, you're right. You're right. Whoops, uh, wrong one. Um, and then, of <laughs> and then, of course, Wayne Boring, famous for the uh, for the sort of uh, barrel-chested, pot-bellied uh, Superman. <laughs> Kurt Swan, to many of us, the definitive um, uh, Superman artist, and and also um, someone with a long time association with the Legion that we'll be getting to in in, in not too long. Mm -hmm. uh, then Garcia Lopez. And now, uh, you know, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, uh, most of us, you know, any of us who sort of grew up in the in the 70s and 80s, that's that's the Superman that we're used to, because that's the one that that showed up on all of the licensed merchandise. Um, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> if, if it was the 60s, it was Swan in the 70s. It was Garcia Lopez. And that was the image that you saw in all the lunch pails, all that kind of stuff. Okay. And um now on now the next one, of course, the, the the one that's obscured by by the first the the first leg there of Superman is is obviously uh, meant to be John Byrne, mm -hmm. but it, but it's the next one that I find most most humorous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got you got Superman with very poorly drawn feet and uh, and a hand showing up there. And Darren, what is the name that's showing up under that boot? Um, the the first letter is definitely an L. <laughs> and, and the last four are F-E-L-D I don't know who they could be talking about but uh, I I'm think this artist might have an image problem <laughs> oh well done <laughs> and then now, of course you have the main one right there which is um, George Perez's yeah, name exactly and, and he even did the little accent aigu above the uh, above yeah, the, the accent aigu which I've never seen in Interlac before I <laughs> Not even when Jacques Foucault was talking. So. <laughs> but, and and I love that you know hey you know that that there's there's uh, there's Perez showing his ego. It's like yeah, theirs will all be against the wall. Mine won't. <laughs> Mine's out front, baby. <laughs> Bring it. He's like draw draw your own book. <laughs> I love George. Can I just say I think the man is. I've met him before. I've spent tons of time with him at cons, and he is just. A blast! If you get the chance to meet George Perez at a con, spend five minutes with him. He will have you laughing and rolling in the aisles, and you will buy him a drink. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Absolutely. Okay, now who's the one off on the left side? I'm sorry. Oh, the, hold yeah, on. No, I, just, I just never noticed it till just now. Nor did I. Be you. Who's be you? You see what? Music. Mm, nah. I don't think Music. Music's a writer. No, yeah. Can he draw? <laughs> I, I think he would look a little more rudimentary, even if he could. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. I'd have hmm. to do some research. But that it looks like a B and a U to me backwards. So. No, that's neat. We will have to do some research on that. There we go. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm glad you caught that because right, I, I I never saw that one. 
I just I see something else I never saw before. Uh, look in the background where you have a uh, prime and Olsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look the at JLA. it, you can see like the, yeah, the JLA. I guess mm-hmm. I never noticed that before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense that they would be hanging around the Superman Museum. They were a big part of his career. So. Absolutely. Definitely. So um, we know Perez is not shy about drawing characters into oh, any no. blank space. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Um, there's there's a bunch of stuff I really love on this next page, and this this really let, let's let's get into naming the the legionnaires here. Um, Roll call. Woo-hoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so of course, standing tall along the back is uh, is Colossal Boy. Uh, we have uh, then then we have Polar Boy, uh, Night Girl. Who has the beehive? The the I noticed she's got the the, the bouffant is back. The beehive is is, oh, yeah. is there. Uh, Timberwolf, uh, Sh- uh, Shadow Lass, then of course Wildfire, Ultra Boy. Looks like she's Lightning Lass again. Yes. Yep. And um, block. Uh, yeah. Oh yes. Say, thank you. Sorry. And uh, and then in the next row we have. The pre, the aforementioned Jacques Focar, uh, Invisible Kid Two, uh, followed by Lightning Lad. Now, who's this? That's Chameleon Girl. Oh, yeah. that's um, right. Yes. <laughs> kind of funny that she's standing behind Shrinking Violet, isn't it? <laughs> I was just gonna say that. It's that's very very interesting, and and well away from uh, from Colossal Boy. What's with that? Yeah, what's up with that? Mm. Anyway, um, the sun boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is a, which is always a dangerous. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think every legionnaire knows. You know, you don't want your wife standing next to Sun Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, you got Cosmic Boy, and, and I, I really dig that that new outfit of his. That's uh, yeah, you yeah, know, it's, yeah. It's uh, a nice outfit. They did a good redesign on him. Yeah, yeah, and uh, then we've got uh, Shrinking Violet standing on uh, Superman's shoulder, um, Saturn Girl, Brainiac Five, Dawn Star, and Phantom Girl. Uh, Phantom Girl has a little bit change of her outfit. It's it's, it's, a little, it's a little in between, so it's got a bit of that. You know, there's a bit of the disco era back, and actually, that that's the neat thing here. They've brought some of the disco era costumes back a, a little bit mm-hmm. into into the in designs. a little in a little funky ways. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. muscle shirt is apparently yeah. in fashion at this point because Ultra Boy and, and Invisible Kid and Lightning Lad don't yeah. have leave. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And 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 Timberwolves are barely there, but we kind of have grown to expect that of him anyway. <laughs> exactly. And of course, uh, and uh, see, I love this. You know, first thing out of Superboy Prime's mouth is, and I like their old costumes way better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> but uh, but bring but, back the disco era. But bring back the pockets. Remember the pockets? The, oh yes. yes. Oh, those were awful, weren't they? <laughs> Jack, we need to do an episode on Legion fashion and just go. Wrong. What I do love, though, is is of course we've we've spent a lot of time talking about these uniforms. Uh, they show the uh, the. The day three alien teenagers from different worlds first work together, um, and and they're of course showing them wearing the original costumes that we saw in Legion two forty seven. Now the interesting thing here, of course, 
of course we realize they probably were not in those costumes when they saved when they saved him but it's it's kind of that that whole the way re, the, the way that history gets retold down the way mm-hmm. where where it's like yeah and they wore like and uh and he was like lightning boy instead of lightning lad yeah that's it yeah, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, then below that, more legionnaires. Darren, why don't you take these ones? Well, these are these are what I like to refer to in this story as the missing legionnaires, the ones the ones who are not on stage yet. Uh, the first row here would be Quizlet in that little yes. spaceship, <laughs> Monel, the White Witch, Starboy, Element Lad, and the second row would be Karate Kid in his big Mandarin collar, yes. High Rock <laughs> in his big Peter Pan outfit. Sensor Girl is wearing her mask. Chameleon Boy. And then um, the back row, Bouncing Boy, Dream Girl, Matter Ear Lad. Telus is that fishy alien thing. And Duo Damsel in the far corner, mm-hmm. which means I asked George Perez, where's my Chemical King? Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chemical King I, is missing. Ah. <laughs> I know one more person. I'm sorry? Who's that? Okay, well, who's... Uh... Or uh, Superboy Prime saying, hold on. Mm-hmm. There's a person right below it. Yeah, that's two of them. Now, who's the girl right now? Oh, both of them? Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it was you can in... tell because the first one's all orange. It was the old orange and purple uniform, and then okay. she, she would split. It would be like orange. Speaking of Legion fashions, orange and purple split down the middle, and then when she'd split into two, they would each have a solid colored uh, uniform. Yeah, I remember that uh, yeah. that issue. I just kind of threw me off on her hair color. So she yeah, always had off, but... Yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah. Okay, so then he gets through the hall of villains. Of course, you got uh, Luthor, you got Doomsday, you got Brainiac, um, <laughs> and, and I love. We've got a couple of different versions of Luthor. We've got him sitting in the prison grays, as I mentioned earlier, <laughs> and in the, uh, the the Crisis Era battle suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Then, then we get to the next. Uh, we got uh, Zod, uh, non Ursa and Zod there, uh, and Mongol and Mixus Pedalek, Bizarro and the Kryptonite Man, and of course, there's only one that uh, the Prime is looking for. <laughs> and really, because he thinks he deserves an egoist. a lot. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> You know oh, that loser is barely worth mentioning. So of course we, we get we we get a little background, and really that that's really what this issue is doing. This whole trip through the museum is filling us in on all the background that we need to know in order to get into the uh, into the story. Mm-hmm. So we it's get uh, exposition exactly, and it's uh, you know, but it's it's done in a, in in a nice way, and um, yeah, you know, so we get the whole thing with uh, with Bart Allen. Um, and and there's there's some there's been some speculation over over a few things that involve our friend Bart, and um, yeah, I think he's going to be appearing soon. I, I I think so because it's kind of why mention him, um, especially when you get um, on the, on the in you know two panels you get a mention of Sodom Yat, and of course we're going to get to him very soon. Right. So. So they talk a little bit about the Sinestro Corps war, and they say that he this is when he was last seen in the 21st century. You know, Paul, I had a thought, and forgive me, but if we're going to see Bart soon, and we're going to see Southern Yat soon, you know, Connor was a member of the Legion. Indeed he was. Yep. And, and, and we and, may be seeing Connor Kent again in this. Hmm. A little... Uh, I think about it. 
a little Connell, uh, a little uh, Connell time trapper incident might yeah. occur. <laughs> well, hmm. hey, that's that's right. He can do that kind of stuff, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're when you're fighting against someone who uh, who can pull people from any point in time. It makes it makes big changes, but this is, this is the bit I love is where where he says uh, Neutron had a bigger Im- impact on Superman <laughs> than Prime ever did. Yeah. You know, well, the only good thing about all that is the fact that we know Superboy Prime is not coming back to the 21st century to harass those heroes again. <laughs> if history is accurate at this point, indeed. Again, there's that whole you know. If- History is accurate. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Uh, then, of course, the science police get in there after he goes nuts and uh, destroys uh, the the Hall of Villains. And then, of course, he sees uh, the the Titans exhibit. And well, we we know that uh, Superboy Prime and Titans are, are not a good mix. <laughs> and no, no. Uh, and and so. You know, so this gave us a lot of the setup that we really needed to to get this going. And of course, he thinks it's not fair. <laughs> Imagine that. It's not fair, Paul. And and then uh, they talk about the enemies of the Legion, and uh, and this is where he talks about the Legion of Supervillains, and that's something that really gets uh, Prime interested. And finally, he gets some attention. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we move on to the uh, to the founders of the Legion, um, talking to the uh, the. the United Planets about uh, you know whether or not they're going to be allowed to continue on, um, and of course they've got the big old Silink going on, so they're able to uh, to discuss things te- telepathically as they sit up there, being told that they failed. Hmm. Um. Anyway, so so of course, uh, Lightning Lad is you know just barely able to, to hang on to his temper. And, and you know, it's interesting that the temper it has popped up from time to time. It was always kind of downplayed um, with the exception of sort of, uh, what, um, early early Levitz Giffen, uh, where... They, where uh, yeah, when, during yeah. the end of his term as leader, he yeah. kind of lost it. Yeah, and it, and it was because he was keeping a lot of stuff... And actually, interestingly, it was because he was keeping a lot of stuff bottled up. And in this, she's telling him to keep the, keep it bottled. Wait a second, <laughs> but of course, you know. Since then, we've been through the whole thing with uh, you know Livewire um, in the uh, in the Archie Legion, and the uh, and and so basically, Lightning Lad as a character has has very much become uh, you know known as uh, as a hothead. Yep. So um, anyway, so so they talk about um, basically. Kalu and their involvement in in this in this Kalu gets into saying that uh, and this is Brainiac Six uh, that <laughs> says this and he refuses to recognize uh, Brainiac Five or any of his uh, sub intelligent associates. Uh, they talk about how how and and this is interesting because this is where we get a bit into the meta text of what's going on with the series here where he says about you know the Legion being an outdated concept this pursuit of a unified uh, universe is is a child's dream. And this is one of the things that a lot of people say, you know, about the Legion. We talked uh, in the first episode about how uh, part of what really makes the Legion work for us is the fact that it is an idealized universe. And um, you know, but there's always, everyone always tries to, you know, we gotta make it darker. Yeah, please stop. (laughs) uh, Yeah, and that's usually where it goes wrong. Um, 
so so I think I think it's kind of neat on just sort of a meta level that uh, that is saying that you know the values that you guys cling to are, are outdated. Um, so it told maybe they, they maybe they need to grow up, and of course that's when uh, <laughs> that's when Lightning Lad snaps. He loses it, <laughs> and uh, so so thing things go pretty crazy over here. Um, basically uh we, we we take ourselves into the phantom zone one of the favorite places of the legion to go yes yes um and of course they're they're up against all all these folks and you see the general you see ursa um and and uh, so there's a, there's a whole lot going on here and it's a beautiful thing hmm. that it is and we're about to see the first thing that gets corrected ah, from yes. old legion continuity and there he is there he is Largand, uh, aka Monel, and um, and of course Shadowlass finds her way over to him. Um, yeah, so so basically, you know, we've got and we've got Brainy on the outside trying to keep things going, and um, and and being in in just you know in one of his moods. <laughs> He's always <laughs> in a mood. Although I think I think. From the time that you know, at least from the Levitz era, Brainy was always written a little more coolly. Yes, and we didn't get a lot of emotion out of Brainy typically. Right, we would get snarkiness, but not this constant, you know, yelling at his cohort. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I have to wonder when someone's going to smack him. <laughs> well, he's sort of like he's so fed up with people who can't understand all his little ideas. Or exactly. He he just doesn't have time for them. He thinks he yeah, thinks yeah. so much faster than they do that by the time they've reacted to something, he's already moved he, on. He's already exactly. moved on like four or five other. Exactly, oh, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we 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 pull Monel out of the uh, out of the uh, Phantom Zone, and uh, they give him a little bit of that bit of that lead serum. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and I alone created. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that ties Which, in with the whole thing of uh, of Saturn Girl creating the initial uh, serum. Exactly, Saturn Girl's not a scientist. I'm glad they're getting rid of that because wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she did a lot in the Silver Age. She should not have been doing. Okay, it was Brody. <laughs> <laughs> so this is and here's a great thing where they talk about uh, you know getting some boy to power him up ten times faster than the Yellow Sun. And, uh, and it's kind of a neat way of sort of using one legionnaire's powers to charge up another's. You know, it's all that's that's that whole team thing going on. But of course, some boy, not as good shape. So what do we have going on here? The the irony of this whole scene here between Polar Boy and Sun Boy is that Sun Boy has been rendered basically impotent. He has no power, mm-hmm. and he doesn't care anymore. And this this page really was sad because this reminded me of the five year gap sun boy. Yes. Mm-hmm. More than anything I've seen in a long time. And I'm like he was part of the fun of the Legion and now that role's been kind of taken over by Polar Boy. Yeah. In this yeah. scene. And uh, and it's interesting because that is sort of in in contrast to because uh, when we first saw Polar Boy actually make it to the big team, um, you know, he was very much um, you know, he was he was he was all business. Mm-hmm. And um, and especially when we sort of left him um, at, toward the toward the end of that of that Levitt's run, you know, he was he was all business. 
Then he was gung ho Legion all the way, and exactly. You know. But but I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out because that's that's exactly what this this scene really did remind me of of uh, of some boy in that five year gap. And it was you know I I thought that was a sad thing because I always I always kind of dug him as a Legionnaire, and um, you know he went out, he went a whole different way, and uh, but but down here you know and he's he's back to that you know his passion is gone his powers are gone and he's quite literally burnt out. Yep. So, um, on the next page, we actually get, they talk about the second Karate Kid. And, um... Good old Mig. <laughs> yes, yes, from He was from always Michael. a bit of an ass, by the way. Like <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole lot of appearances anyway. Well, and he says, I was briefly a member. Now, he was never with the with the real Legion. Well, Not that we saw. No, it probably was right. the Legion that uh, went... And what Johns is going to be doing for his history? Well, and and you know he was he was kind of he was the uh, at one point the the you know the a member of the the tough much tougher subs, right? Yeah, um, right. And uh, yeah, but but I mean it's unless you know during the five year gap, but who knows? But again, that's where we get into that uh, that sort of murky break. You know where where does this where does this break off from the uh, continuity that we may remember? And it is nice that Mig says the bile between Chameleon Girl and Shrinking Violet alone. Oh, exactly, you know? exactly. So it's like that's that's still in continuity. Okay, thanks, John. You know, because yeah, that yeah. was an important story. Oh, that's absolutely. Um, and of course, hey, we see the lock, the uh, the Legion's former chief physician, Doctor Doctor Gimmel. <laughs> um, I loved him. Oh, he yeah. was the best. <laughs> yeah. Just like, sign the credit voucher. <laughs> Get me safely out of your headquarters. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a cantankerous little fella. Um, there's yeah, there's just some neat stuff going here. Of course, uh, we have from from Nullport, uh, one of the horse guys, um, which was actually I think that's that was in that uh, issue two eighty six. Uh, the the issue that you started with was it not, Darren? No, two eighty five or four. It was the one before. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I remember I rem- before I started. Yeah, I do remember that being uh, one of the Pat Broderick issues, and um, mm. Roth was his name. That's right. Yes. So we've got, of course, uh, a whole lot going on here. With uh, it, it looks like the council's turning against them. Um, that it's it's getting really tense, and it's look at, looking like it's not going to happen. And um, Lightning Boy is just like, you know what? We don't need him. You know, and and he said uh, about you know let let the uh, UP come crawling back the next time more Drew Universo throws a temper tantrum, and he's so right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's going to happen eventually. I mean, <laughs> without without a doubt. But the but here's the here's the great thing is we see a friend that we haven't seen in quite some time, um, and that is of course R.J. Brand. You know, and yes, and, and, and and really, hey. You you can't have uh, a story that goes through uh, through all the history of the Legion without having R.J. Brand in there. That's annoying. So, um, uh, and 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 not only that, but it's the style with which he comes in. He uh, he's comes in wearing wearing a Legion flight belt. Mm-hmm. Back from the it's old days. Very old. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, R.J. is like an uncle to the Legionnaires. Yeah. Especially the right. old Silver Age ones. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's why they treat him with with the reverence that he is due. He's respected by all of them. So, well, by the whole universe, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, he's so, responsible for the artificial suns and what the Stargate technology. He's responsible yeah. for a lot of the 30th century tech that we see in the Legion. So exactly. So of course, Kalu will listen, as will Titan. They're go- they are willing to listen to Mister Brand. Mm. You know, it seems that everybody has great respect for him, and for exactly the reasons that you just mentioned. And um, and so he's going to say, "I'm going to tell you why the Legion must always exist." Then we continue the history lesson, and we we learn a little bit about Takron Galtos, which is of course the uh, the prison planet that that we all grew familiar with uh, for for many years through the Levitt's run. Yay, Takron Galtos. <laughs> Things are like always how, like, bad when they open a story on Takron Galtos. <laughs> yeah. I like how they switch back and forth on the timelines right there. Mm-hmm. Well, you have uh, Olsen telling Prime about it, and you have Prime attacking. Yeah. Like one panel is one thing, the next one is... Exactly. I mean, he's he's remembering mm-hmm. what Olsen already told him. Um, so here we have the Legion of Supervillains. So, who wants to take the left or right on this one? I'll do it if no one else wants to. Go for it. <laughs> okay. I don't well, recognize start... half of these guys. <laughs> well, let's start down front. The red armored dude is Radiation Roy. Um, <laughs> and that's Tarek the Mute next to him. And that's Chameleon Chief. Then the Cosmic King, Lightning Lord, Saturn Queen, Nemesis Kid. Paris, and the second row is Spider Girl, Esperlass, Sun Emperor, mm-hmm. Tear, and Microlad is on Tear's oh, yes, shoulder. Yes. Ron Carr, Titania, and the last row. Let's start with the globe. The globe in the back. That is Zamir, then Silver Slasher, Magnolad, Olvir, Hunter Number Two. Lazon, <laughs> new tracks, and the green in the back is Mistmaster. So, of course, Lazon, uh, Mistmaster, Silver Slasher, and um, Tanya. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay, she was the other one I was trying to remember. Of course, they uh, they showed up in that in that first issue that Block showed up in. Yeah, right. Uh, super assassin. Yeah, and that was yeah. that was an early issue for me because uh, I I got it. They used to do those those three packs at like the you know the WalMarts and whatnot. They they'd uh-huh. have like the little three packs of comics and the the Whitman imprint, and um, and I remember picking that up in one of those. And uh, and it was sort of the uh, the Legion was still you know going through the the rubble of their uh, of their demolished headquarters, and then this uh, this all happened, and. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those great stories where, hey, everyone was just going to take the night off and take it easy, and of course, uh, they weren't. They weren't gonna gonna let that happen. Um. Okay, so he says though that there are three of them that are more deadly than all the others, and of course, we know that that really, you know, it hates the DCU. It's always about trinities, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's becoming a big theme with the DC Universe, just proper. Yeah, so, yeah. Harping and on trinities, especially in the year that you're publishing a book called Trinity, not a bad idea. Exactly, it's just it's just, <laughs> it's just good marketing. Exactly. So, so of course, we start with uh, with Lightning Lord. Um, how about we, uh, Darren? You want to give a little history on on Lightning uh, Lord? Lightning Lightning Lord is Mecht Rand. He is the older brother of Garth and Ayla. He is a single born, which means. On the planet Winneth, he's basically an outcast because all of of Winnathians are typically um, twins, either fraternal or identical. And um, he 
was tired of being a um, the the oldest um, single born basically that he knew, and he went off and uh, basically the the three um, Rand's siblings went off and they ran out of power and landed on an asteroid where uh, not an asteroid a planet called Korbal. Yeah, I'm remembering now, mm-hmm. and the Korbal lightning beasts which are used throughout the DC Universe a lot, as Animal Man found out in 52. Yes. Um, <laughs> they basically, instead of tricking the animals into shocking the um, speed cruiser to get it revved up again, um, basically shocked the Ranses. <laughs> and they wound up with these amazing electrical powers. And then um, Mech went off to leave Winneth and uh, discover his own um, path and eventually went crazy and decided that you know, his younger brother and sister should listen to him. Mm. And uh, from that point on, his goal was to either make them mind him or kill them. Yeah. Yeah, and so we get uh, we 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 get uh, first, and of course, as we mentioned uh, when we talked about the origin of the Legion, you know that was that was the reason that uh, Garth was on that space cruiser. Yeah, Garth went off looking for Mech to try to return him to the family or something. Yeah. And well, <laughs> and there we have it. Didn't it. go so well, did it? <laughs> and then, of course, there's Saturn Queen. Now, I, I don't recall that we really ever got that in depth on uh, on Saturn Queen or uh, or Cosmic King. Um, I, well, neither of them are connected to the other two. So right, right. Uh, Saturn right. Queen, I don't think appears much actually out of the Silver Age. Yeah, she wasn't even in the um, the Eye for an Eye story. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. At the Baxter, and Cosmic King is a transmuter, not a magnetic-powered individual. So, right. while they while he shares the name with Cosmic Boy, the power set's not the same. That always really confused me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, because you, you you know you often think of that you know the arch foe being the opposite number, and um, or like the you know the evil version of the same with the same power that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And um, so you know, it would it would stand to reason that someone with heat powers would uh, would be fi- would find themselves combating someone with cold powers or you know water mm-hmm. or whatever. And well, uh, a lot of the LSV members are kind of off slightly from the Legionnaires, and not just in you know their attitudes about the world. I mean, if you look at the picture of all of them together, Chameleon Chief doesn't have antenna, and everyone says, "Well, yeah, he's a shapeshifter, but yeah, is he really a Derlin, or is he mm. disguising himself as a Derlin?" Good point. Good point. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. It's another one so. they never went to and did. Well, most of these they didn't really go that far into them. Mm-hmm. Their histories. Mm-hmm. No, and and I mean it was you know the 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 Legion of Supervillains was used sparingly, and that's why when they were used, it was it was so great. Mm-hmm. And I uh, think we know about let's see, Lightning Lord. We know a lot about Micro Lad. We know a little bit about yeah the League of Super Assassins. We know a little about thanks to Block. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tyr, yeah, Tyr, we know a little bit about. He's been used about. a few times by himself, and so is yeah, the Hunter. And, yeah, the, Le- the Legion rejects, we know that they showed up and were sent away, but that's all we right, really know yeah, about. Right, um, yeah, and of course uh, the um, the League of Super Assassins, well, their history is kind of murky because uh, it, it got retconned about, tw- about, you know, 13 or 14 issues later. Um, exactly. <laughs> because when they realized, hey, Block's kind of a neat character. Perhaps we could use him as a hero. Exactly. <laughs> we're gonna have to fix. We're gonna have to fix some of those stories that we told. <laughs> yeah. and, and of course, the only ones we uh, really don't know that much about. Tarek the Mute was just a villain. We don't know anything about him or what right. motivated him. Terrace appeared first in that uh, the Eye for an Eye story, 
Right. Never saw him after that, really. Yeah. Don't know anything uh, about him prior to that appearance. Sun Emperor. Uh-huh. Sun Emperor, same thing. Yeah. Now, now, um, Tarek the Mute was, was of course, the one that we re- really, he showed up in the Adult Legion story. That's the only yeah, place was, I really remember him from. Of course, there's also uh, Nemesis Kid, who's the most famous. That's true. Yeah. And he should be off the table, as far as we know right now. Right. Right. But maybe he's not. Well, maybe <laughs> they just put them all in there as members of the team at one time or another. Right. Well, I'm I don't think that's the JLA JSA story. I'm sorry. I'm huh? thinking about the JLA JSA story. Yeah, if, but again, we we that person is walking around. That person is yeah. not yeah. walking around. That, not that anymore. That, that, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's well, true but, too. No. But no, I mean, and we're of course talking about Karate Kid, and uh, yeah. and, of, and of course he's not. Uh, uh, you know, as we know, he was he was pulled from the Three Boot Legion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you sure about have. that? What's that? Well, I'm, I'm not still sure thinking. About I'm that. still thinking that. Uh, I'm pretty sure about that. From, okay, we have to. I have to go Be- back. P- purely because they came in and they picked up he and Duo Damsel, and uh, and it was he and Duo Damsel that that carried on um, after that uh, that JLA JSA okay. story okay, and went now, into Countdown. Now in the JLA JSA story, yeah, they had the original Legion because they referenced it. Yes, however... Interaction, and then it's here, so I mean, to me, they don't uh, recognize Karate Kid and Duo Damsel from the other times. If you notice it, uh, yeah. all those members were our, our, our original Legion in the uh, JLA JSA story, Yeah, and of course, you know, it's also in the action, and then it's here. Now, we don't meet... Well, they don't really uh, remember the other two legions, so I don't see how they would uh, okay. know. I can others. solve this, but right. it, it requires Legion of Three Worlds number two. So we can, we'll solve this argument when we get to that. Okay. There we go. There we go. I've only played uh, that one once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, actually, we'll we'll start sort of moving through a bit a bit quicker. Um, we of course do see uh, um, R.J. Brand. Talk the talk about the history of the Legion. We again see those those old uh, Adventure Two Forty Seven uniforms, and you'll notice Cosmic Boy the patch. He's got the patch on the on oh, the sleeve. Yeah. I know that's amazing. Isn't it? <laughs> that's a great little yeah, attention no to name, detail. No names on their chest. So right, right for that. <laughs> um, so it looks like Brand's really making a point here. It looks like he's really getting through to people, and then he gets shot. Yeah. Mm. Ow. Okay. Now, have you ever noticed something that's very similar in this story? To the What's Legion that? origin. Oh, totally. Yes, yes. Oh, totally no, absolutely. I didn't really pay attention to it the first time. But I read, yeah, it's just like everything in there because uh, Saturn Girl uh, senses somebody's emotions or thoughts that's yeah. going to go against R.J. Brand. Yeah. Cosmic Boy reacts by trying to stop the bullets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which he did in the origin, but he does not hear. And Lightning Lad strikes the uh, the guy who takes him. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It's almost a word for word, but like you said, with a twist. No, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, and it's. I mean, yeah, it's it, a big it, twist. It's a, it, This is a huge twist to that right. story. And um, he says, you know, Thank don't you don't you dare ever quit. <laughs> long live the you know long, and he's trying to say, long live the Legion as he dies. 
and he reverts back to true form. Mm. And um, although interestingly, uh, the we were told at one point that the the chameleon boy look was kind of a an approximation to uh, to basically make uh, Durlins more palatable to the uh, right the the, uh, the people of Earth and that sort of thing. Um, because you know what, what I from what I remember when R.J. Brand was a Durlin, uh, he was he was one of the hoods and hoods and snaky face uh, type Durlins. Right. And uh, of course, this ties into that whole xenophobia that's going on, and um, and of course the uh, the science police come in and they're going to take it from here. You know, we don't we don't need you anymore. But uh, and finally, this is where Cosmic Boy says, you know, I've had all I can stands and I can't stands no more. <laughs> well, before yeah. we before we get to Cosmic Boy finally losing his grip on his temper, yeah, you know there is a five year gap story in which Chameleon Boy got shot and that's survived. Right. That's right, and that's the way you can take mm-hmm. R.J. Brand out of this situation if Jeff wants to do that. Mm-hmm. So, well, another thing is that, you know uh, was was that the whole thing where where he where he's like you know why would I put my why would I keep my brains in my head. Exactly. That you oh, know, yeah. you know, it's so funny. Someone referenced something like that um, a, a little while back, and I was like, you know, I read a story where they talked about shapeshifters and and all that kind of thing, and you know, why would I put my brains there? And I was like, I couldn't remember where it was, but that is what that is where it's from. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he gets shot when uh, Roxas invades the uh, the Winneth Planet Lightning Ring Farm or whatever they called yeah, it in yeah. the Five Year Gap. Yeah. Okay, now nice. on RJ Brand. Uh, I remember that one story where you find out that he was a Durland. That was in Secret but to it, the Legion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they said he was he was permanently mm-hmm. stuck in a human form. Mm-hmm. There was but like a virus. You, there was a virus or yeah. something. Yeah. Right. But uh, I've heard a lot of people was commenting is you know that uh, whenever he died he should have stayed in the form that he was stuck in instead of you know transforming back to his mm-hmm. Durland form. Well, that's true, but there's also possibilities. Cam's lost his powers before too, and gotten them back again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. we it was, don't I mean, know that, what's happened to RJ in between then and now. Yeah, because so. uh, he had to, he had the chance to get his powers back if he wanted, and he yeah. decided not to. That's right, because they they took that whole sort of um, you know journey back to Durla, and uh, that's that's right, that's right. Now it was Cancelite that was used to uh, to to stop their powers. Right. Yes. Cancelite. Cancelite invented by Supergirl. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Gee, thanks. We'll get to that super agey or silver agey fun later. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and of course, Leland McCauley is the guy that uh, that took him out, and uh, mm. um, and that was that was kind of the classic rivalry, basically. Right. So, are we to assume that this was the Leland the third or Leland the fourth? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh. No kidding, yeah. and um, you know Macaulay in the in the uh, in the Archie Legion was always sort of a shadowy figure that was that mm-hmm. sort of kept away from the public eye, and um, but that was a cool reveal as to who he was. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, anyway, so uh, well, and here's the thing. Actually, you know what? We get that answered on the next page because he says about how he was supposed to be young again. He starts aging uh, in, in, immediately. And right. uh, and eventually crumbles to dust. 
Um, so it looks like someone had uh, had had made him younger. Now, who has powers like that? Someone with a hood, perhaps? Gee, could be the guy who's watching. There's cockroaches calling our room. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, to say that nothing happened in this issue, well, there we go. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, it's RJ Brand, right? Um, yep. The guy who funded the Legion. Yeah, yeah. For so, about 20 years of their publishing history. Hmm. So here's where we start talking about the ones that are that are out and about. So so we know that we've got um, you know block on the table. We know Dawnstar, Wildfire, and uh, you know we can see what their mission is, as we'll see in the next issue. Um, you get sort of some of the teams that have been put together, and Element Lad is still MIA. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, they're going to look for the rest of the team, uh, the ones that they think that they can <clears throat> find. So exactly. So. So anyway, we get the uh, of course we get the uh, um, kind of the the funeral of uh, of R.J. Brand, or really just sort of a, a I guess a visitation, and mm. and and he said you know and actually noticing the the shapes of some of the buildings here, you have the uh, the Daily Planet in the background, uh-huh, and uh-huh. and you've got one that looks suspiciously like an upside down rocket ship. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> um. Okay, so the Legion can't quit. That's what they're being told. And so basically this is that whole thing where it's where where <clears throat> where the Legion this is where they're digging deep and they're and they're finding and, and once again RJ Brand inspires them to, to to greater heights. And you know, we need to do this, we need to make this happen. But then they need they say they need to find out who's behind Macaulay, and so they have to call him. Him who? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um Dun, 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 dun. Who's afraid of the big red ass? The big red <laughs> and of course, uh, Superman flies through the time stream, which again, it's the time stream, baby. <laughs> you have numbers everywhere you go in the time stream. <sighs> Love but, they're not, it, but they're not in like a post, like a silver. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um... Okay, so we get the live image of Takron Galtos, and it's got an S burned into it. Well, we know who does that. And it's on fire! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, hey, the... Uh, the the world is all the universe is all screwed up, and it's a it's this super powered bat from a parallel world. So the solution is obvious: two other legions. Ooh. Yeah. You know, this might be one of those moments where a regular legionnaire is like, "Is Brainy off his cracker again?" <laughs> yeah. So of course, on the on the right hand side, we have our left hand side, we have the Archie Legion, and on the left hand side, or on the. the- the right hand side. Thank you. We have the three boot. The three boot legion. So, who's so we see down the front, um, the front of the uh, of the Archie Legion. Who's then the front row? Oh, that's Sensor. God help us. Yeah, the snake. Oh, uh, Sensor. Um, yeah. The the Princess Projectra of the Archie right. Legion. Yeah. Um, Gates and XS. Um, who supposedly is going to be a big figure in this story? We've yeah. heard. Um, which again, standing. which again leads leads credence to the whole idea of Bart Allen making a, exactly. making an appearance. She's the only Legion speedster ever, so yeah, yeah, it would make sense if this is going to connect with Flash, 
And if Jeff Johns is writing Flash Rebirth, it doesn't seem like it wouldn't. Yeah. Um, we have Dream Girl, Andromeda, who is the Supergirl stand-in. Wouldn't Livewire. she be? Isn't she Dreamer? That's yeah, right. Dreamer. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Dreamer <laughs> instead of Dream Girl. Then Livewire, Cosmic Boy, Saturn Girl, Ultra Boy, Karate Kid, Vi, a Thun, <laughs> which is the shrinking violet of the Archies. Yeah. Um, Brainiac 5.1, I believe is his name officially. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Triad on the next row, Kid Quantum, uh, who's a new Legionnaire, Pharaoh instead of Pharaoh Lad, Monel. Um, or Valor, depending mm-hmm. upon what he's calling himself that day. <laughs> Umbra, instead of Shadow Lass. Sparks, instead of Lightning Lass. Ugh. Chameleon. Um, and then on the next row, Monstrous, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then there's Chuck Tane in the back with that baseball cap on. That would be Bouncing <laughs> Boy, who is powerless in this version of the um, universe. Yeah. Um, Invisible Kid, uh, Lyle Norg. And then a character named Gear, who looks a lot like a reverse Jacques Focar. <laughs> yes. In the oh, Arctic yeah. region. Um, Timberwolf, Starboy, Alchemist, which would be Element Lad. Um, flying up at the top would be Apparition or Phantom Girl. Mm-hmm. Then Kinetics. Uh, Kid Quantum One, who is deceased. <coughs> Thunder, who is a, mm-hmm. um, a Shazam family character in yeah. the future. Um, Leviathan, which would be Colossal Boy. Um, Magno and Erg One and Shikari and Shikari, well, Erg One is actually a wildfire um, new name yeah. or old name as it can be. Shikari is a Dawnstar um, reboot. Now Erg Star uh, stand for Energy Release Generator. Generator. Okay, I thought it was. Yeah. Now when you say right here on Karate Kid's shoulder, what would you call her again? Leviathan. <laughs> Although the okay, present the, the presence of of Colossal Boy in uh, of Colossal Boy in that picture, and he was Leviathan in that. Um, yeah. So they're both from his name. Yeah, that that version of Colossal Boy, I think, passed early on in the yeah. RT Legion. Yeah. And yeah. then Vi got the power Sparely. to shrink and grow. So in okay. honor of Gim, she named herself Leviathan. So. Yeah. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Heading over to the three boot uh, down at the bottom, we have Invisible Kid. And Chameleon, and oh, and there's now uh, Vi in that continuity is known as Adam Girl. Oh, um, I didn't even see her there. <clears throat> yeah, yep. yeah, I, I missed her too. <clears throat> Excuse me. I missed um, it too, you see. Then, of course, we have Light Lass and, uh, and Brainiac 5, Saturn Girl, Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad, uh, Star Boy, Karate Kid. Um, and up at the top, we got, the, or in the next row, we got Shadow Lass, Triplicate Girl, Dream Girl. No. With, no, sorry. Bad Legionnaire. Bad Legionnaire. Oh, oh, that's terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. Projectra, of course. Um, Triplicate Girl again. Yeah, yeah. Ultra Boy and Triplicate Girl again. Triplicate Girl again. <laughs> Sun Boy looking very much like Prez Ricard. And... Um, <laughs> And uh, and of course Element Lad. God help us. Okay. <laughs> uh, up at the top, we've got Monel. We've got is it, Dream is Boy. That, I'm sorry. That's You're Dream Boy next to him. Right. Uh-huh. Right. See, I I've, thought that was poor. 
I thought that was Poor Boy for a second. No, <laughs> That's what I thought, no. too. That's Dream Boy. I had forgotten about that. Yes, yes. Naltor uh, wanted to make sure they had a representative. That's right. Uh, of course, Timberwolf, Colossal Boy. I think they've done away with that whole uh, micro lad thing. When they started, yeah, the, when, when they started the three boot, there was the whole big thing about how he got pissed off when people would call him Colossal Boy. He's like, no, I'm micro lad. I shrink down. <laughs> and because the whole idea was that he was from a race of giants that could that could shrink down to normal human size. And um, They've they've gone away from that because you even see in in recent issues of the Three Boot Legion when they have the little tags that introduce which member this is. Yeah, they actually say, say he. He it'll actually say you know Colossal Boy um, you know is able to grow to giant size. Mm-hmm. So you know they've already kind of started retconning themselves, um, and then of course yeah, there is Dream Girl, yes, right, um, and Supergirl and Phantom Girl. Now on the Colossal Boy, where yeah. I remember reading it, I, I read the first six issues, then I started again off the uh, Jim Shooter stuff. Right. And I'm slowly picking up the other issues, but uh, Colossal Boy, who is Michael Lad, you know, there, uh, did they ever, you know, say he wasn't from the Planet of the Giants or? Not. No, not they just said he's from a race of giants. So yeah. A race of giants. I, mean, I think he says he's from Earth now. Right. Yeah. I don't know if they're saying cool. from Earth now, but, but I mean, did they ever say that he was saying he's from a race of giants, or did this? Uh, no. Or no. They... No. They didn't. They, I don't think it was ever that clean. <laughs> no. God no. <laughs> um, right. So of course they okay. talk about these two other legions from parallel worlds, and um, and and how basically here's what they need to do. They need to rede- They need to redeem Superboy Prime. Say what? Yeah. Say what? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, let's see now. How many people has he killed? <laughs> Today? It's a it's a it's a tall Just in order. This book? It, it's a tall he order. Everyone and I think... in Smallville and everyone on Tacron Galto. <laughs> so it should be an easy task to redeem him at this point, don't you think? Yeah. Well, very easy. Wait till I get my wild theory going, didn't you? Oh Lord! I'm looking forward to the wild theory. So let's we let's get it. let's get straight into issue two, and and then we are really going to be approaching uh, raging bullets uh, length here. So um, <laughs> I think we would on this, but but in our okay. defense, this book is so dense. Exactly, know, it's, it's George Perez. Okay, get over it. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot here to cover, people. Yeah, exactly. And and so we we get to the first page of of issue two, and there's there's Shikari. Are we uh, doing number two now? I thought we were just doing issue one. I think Why I not? said one, one and two at the beginning, though. Oh, okay. Well, let's go for it then. Yeah, let's Please. do it. <laughs> okay, so we, I, we. I think I might need a cocktail, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Shikari in here talking about the emptiness of limbo. And again, you got the whole meta text thing going on of the fact that, uh, that you know, legionnaire, legions don't really die so much as they just. They fade in white. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Now this issue just there a lot of great stuff going on in here. Uh, we open on uh, on the White Witch, Mycenal, who is of course Dream Girl's <laughs> sister, and um, uh, she's uh, she's chained to the wall. And we all know who's who's doing the chaining because it's it's always the same person. 
<sighs> More Drew. He is a sick, twisted bastard, isn't he? And I know people who get chained to the walls as a profession, and, you know, it's just not right. Uh, but do they dress in purple dresses and wear Viking helmets? Only if you pay them. Oh, my. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> So the walls, the walls of Limbo are breaking down, and so you've got uh, Dreamer there, uh, one, you know, wondering about this being a glimpse to, you know, and seeing basically the grave of the three boot uh, Legion, uh, Dream Girl, and uh, and then down at the bottom we see uh, we see Superboy Prime burning the S in everything, and we're seeing all kinds of neat little visions here, and that hand is unmistakable, that that hand with the green cuff and the purple sleeve, unmistakable. Um, then of course another hand reaches from the ether again a recurring motif and uh, and it's the time trapper now, this is the first time trapper gets his hands dirty quote unquote yeah <laughs> yeah and, and it, it seems like he's a mass of cockroaches now and, and you know they, they always talked about sort of him and him and entropy basically mm-hmm. and um, so we get three three familiar faces that break in to uh, to uh, to to save the White Witch, and they are Wildfire, Block, and Dawnstar. And what, of course, Wildfire, my favorite Legionnaire growing up, always always loved uh, loved his stories, and especially loved there was the whole the whole thing of of, of he and he and Dawnstar, and how you know they were the the couple that was meant to be together but never could be. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, how about we go back to that fist for people who do not know who that fist is? Oh, we're going to get there in just a second, but it's okay. it's, it's more Drew. I mean, we 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 um, you know, it's that sick, twisted guy. Yeah, but he didn't have the ring on at that time. No, but it's coming. Okay, it's and coming. and that's that's the whole thing. I mean, these are these are you know visions of the of the past and future. All right. Visions from all right. over the place, and um, and as as he said, uh, as the time trapper says, your sister's prophetic versions are hers and hers alone. You will not tap into them. You and you Wait, will which, not. Misa is one of the few Naltorians who does not have precognition. Exactly. So. Right. Which made her a bit I, of an outcast on her planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to make sure that uh, we don't confuse our. Listeners. Yeah, no, good point, good point. So yes, that fist is more Drew. Uh, I was be, being all, uh, <laughs> all mysterious. <laughs> um, and then we get a little discussion between, uh, you know, because good old Wildfire, he's like, you know, I know we're busy trying to run for our lives and everything, but, uh, you know, why, why can't you give me a little? Donnie's <laughs> oh, not having it, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, um, busy? <laughs> kind of busy trying not to die. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because they've they've got backup helping them out, and that is of course Green Lantern Rond Vidar. Yeah, but you, you got to go back to this panel, Paul. Oh, of, I'm sorry. Of um, White Witch and Block, one oh. of the great quasi Legion relationships that never really was consummated. When yeah. um, he he's like, "Yes, it's me. We're here," and she looks at him and says, "It is you, my rock." Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, he would, if you yeah, didn't he a get a little twinge when she said that, you have no soul. <laughs> <laughs> Gets a little dusty in the room. <laughs> and of course, oh. so so you got uh, you got you got Ron Vidar slinging that ring, and uh, and and 
you know, more Drew is is bringing it all to bear. I mean, this this is a battle, and he says, "Give yeah. her back, give my property back to me." Oh, mm. now he brings uh, and, bring. Sorry, and Ron's reveal as a Green Lantern was one of the big moments of the Baxter Legion. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like what? Okay, makes sense. Cool. And and, and that was the that was the great thing about it is that it completely did make sense, of course. But there was still, uh, you know, there was that element of, oh, I didn't even think of that. And Why didn't I Levis think of that? was setting that back up right after the Great Darkness saga. Yeah. Well, it's all the times that he supposedly died or should have died. Mm-hmm. And they keep on, and it's like, how in the world? Right. And they like, oh, it's because he's a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it was also then that Paul Levitt connected Universo to the, the story of why Green Lanterns aren't allowed in the United Planets anymore. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but he makes another. He makes Sinestro look like a nice guy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so of course he, uh, he Mordru calls upon some some folks that died by, by pain and torture at his hand, and there is uh, Glorith, who we've discussed uh, to a certain degree. And when we get when we get into the next episode talking Monel, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk a lot about Glorith, Dragon Mage, and Evilo. You, you, you got to love the villain named Evil O. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, any villain whose name ends with O, you know, was created in the 60s. Just, exactly. Now, Dragon Mage. Yeah. What's up with that? I thought he was yeah. supposed to be... Wasn't he in the Archie reboot? No, no, no. He was in the he five was. year later. He was in the five year gap as a yeah. legionnaire. Yeah. Yep. And what uh, looks like in this version of his story, in this universe, he was he killed, killed by Mordru. And this is what we're no. saying is it's not a clean break. It's not the uh, no. It's not as simple as saying okay, read up to uh, to the Baxter on issue eighteen, and we pick up from there. It's it's not mm-hmm. that clean. I thought it was like twenty seven. Well, yeah, it, it's it, not that clean either. Not, <laughs> no, no. You pick any right. pick any point on that map, and it ain't that clean. <laughs> now, I'm trying to remember. Okay, each one of the legionnaire legion members was renamed. Uh, was Dragon Mage? Uh, Oh shoot! Who was he supposed to be in before? No clue. No, hmm. it's been just a long time since I read. I remember each one of the members uh, calling something. Like Cosmic Boy was calling him what? Postar. Postar. Yeah, I think it was just the old ones. I think that was right. when they were trying to get rid of the the boy girl lad last name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Dragon. Well, they they, they kind of go that, undercover. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, oh, you're thinking at the, you're talking at the end of the uh, of the five yeah, year gap. When, yeah, that right. was when they all kind of go undercover because of uh, they've been hunted. Yeah, that wasn't Dragon Mage. That was Ultra Boy. As what was his code name? He was the Emerald Dragon. I yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what threw me off. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Speaking of, you know. <laughs> We'll get to the five-year gap later. No, no. Where the do drinks I... will not be optional? <laughs> where do I want to make the cutoff? Somewhere before <laughs> that. Let me tell you. Uh, I remember when the five-year later came out. It took everything in the world for people to convince me to stay in it. Man, I yeah. loved that book, but uh, but it, it got it, it, it. That is one of the most polarizing runs of the Legion ever. But we're yeah. going to still discuss it. Oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And we'll be praying for zero hour. <laughs> oh. You know, to to me, it was like once once Giffen left, it started to get kind of eh. Once uh, oh. then uh, then once the beer bombs left as well, it was kind of yeah, it was over. It was over. At that point. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so 
anyway, so we get uh, we get all kinds of good old fighting with uh, with um, Ron Vidar and and more Drew, and of course he even he even goes as far as to call him Merlin, which you know <laughs> that that's that's the way to to really to really nail down an ancient mystic is is to, is to, is to call him Merlin. Um, he's got the smack talk down. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. So I- so. You know, and and we get the we're we're seeing seeing a lot of the uh, the things that we now see regularly in Green Lantern. You know, with the uh, the ring uh, giving its power levels and all that kind of stuff. And uh, but but this is what it comes down to. This is this is what the vision that uh, that Misa saw in her nightmares. It's the dawn of a new legion. Yeah, boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when you turn this page, <sighs> did you wet yourself? Seriously, because, yeah. because this double page spread reminded me of that double page spread where the freedom fighters get ambushed in yes. Infinite Crisis. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh no, you're not about to kill off five legionnaires right here in front of me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we've already talked about some of these <laughs> folks, but there's a few that we haven't. So let's uh, just sort of nail down the ones that, that we haven't talked about. So down at the bottom here. Um, between Tear and Radiation Roy. That is Black oh, yeah. Mace. Below him, who's who's below him? That's yeah. Esper Lass. Oh, oh, okay, right, 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 right. Okay. Um and uh, okay, so Spider Girl we've seen. Okay. Um on the far right hand side wielding the axe is the Persuader. Uh yes. he is of course a member yeah. of the Fatal Five. And um, uh, uh, sort of right underneath. Um, oh, left hand side, you mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, looking all over the right. Nice to you. <laughs> that, that's like five times for me. I, I, I yeah. Okay, no more cocktails for you. <laughs> and I thought my off. wife was bad about directions. <laughs> all right. So uh, underneath Superboy's arm is um, Mano. 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 Okay. Um, and, yeah, and and now now here, here's how you know he's badass. Here's a guy who basically had this destructive hand and uh, and and used it on his home planet. Yep, that guy's tough. Blew man. it right up. Yeah, it blew it <laughs> up real good. Now was it the reboot or the uh, three boot that had or the Archie Legion or the three boots that had a different origin or actually had an origin for uh, Mano? Not and sure. Kind of showed his face. Mm. Oh, I, I don't know, because I mean, the uh, the first Fatal Five story, of course, did show him uh, uh, with well, that whole after, destroying yeah. his planet, but that was that was really as much as we got. Right. Um, What's really weird is you never get to see his face. Yeah, yeah. It's always never shadowy. Thought, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, I remember reading uh, like a uh, the reboot issue on the re. I think it's the Archie's part. Mm-hmm. I might glance at it one time where uh, it was maybe Macaulay or R.J. Brand. He was blaming. For his condition. Oh, really? I have to go back and reread it, but mm. uh, as you remember, I thought you almost feel sorry for him. No. no. <laughs> uh, we won't feel sorry for this guy, but <laughs> now um, between uh, Cosmic Kid, uh, Cosmic King, and Huntar is of course Roxas. I can tell by the sideburns. Between Cosmic King and who? Huh? Is that hmm? not uh, is that not Roxas? Between Where? Cosmic King and Hunter? Yeah, that's Earthman. No, it's Earthman. Oh, that's a, oh oh heck. 
<laughs> Bad Legionnaire. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> that was a accident. That was not that long ago. <laughs> That's Earthman from the action. Yeah, line. no, no, it totally is. It's you know, I was, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking sort of trying to dig up all these old legion, old legion. Although it does, it does kind of make you wonder where Roxas is because he would be in this group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Doctor Regulus. Yes, in the golden armor of that's on fire. Yeah. Now, right above him. Above him Therok. is Therok, the uh, half man, half yeah, robot from Fatal Five. And just over um, Regulus's fist there. The, that uh, is Echo. Thank I, you. I did some research. I had no clue who that was. I uh, have that no is clue. Echo. And the other character that's from Echo's time is over on the left-hand side between Zamir and Neutrax, and that's Beauty Blaze. They are apparently from Adult Legion stories. That's right. Mm. That's, that, that we'll, we'll, and we'll get to that story soon, that Adult Legion story that was in Adventure. Um, and uh, and I because re- I remember Echo showing up in that he looked you know he's obviously been updated. Um, oh totally, totally. And of course above uh, above Echo we have Validus. Yes, Validus. Kind of hard to finish. Oh man, I love what they uh, in the Baxter where they gave yeah, out. Let's not spoil people. that. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil. <laughs> it. I'm just saying. I just, I thought it was was perfect. Uh, yeah, I did too. I love that solution to who Validus. Was now, the origin of that? To the left of Validus, you have the chains. Is that That's Grimbor? Grimbor. Grimbor the Chainsman. Grimbor. And he had uh, his girlfriend, uh, Charma. Charma. Who, who was no a drag guy queen. Could, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who no guy could resist. No guy could resist, and no woman could stand, and that was her yeah. problem when they put her in the all-female section of Takron Galta. She was killed very quickly. <laughs> And you had uh, to his, well, if you want, okay, to our left is uh, Emerald Empress. Yes. With mm-hmm. the eye. Now, who's the one that's between her and Olaf? That's Olivier. Olivier. Um, in okay, the purple yeah. there. The, right, the yeah. one right there, that's Stormboy. Okay, yeah. From that um, action run that yeah. just happened. And then after Olvir and in front of Zamir is Tusker from that action run. And then to the left of Tusker is uh, Golden Boy, who is also from the action run. Yeah. And then below Beauty Blaze there is the most important villain on this spread right now, yeah. Universo. Because we're about mm-hmm. to have a wonderful father-son moment. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got, um, of course, we got the the we get a little a little more history about um, about Prime's involvement with the uh, with the Green Lanterns. Uh, he killed over fifty five Green Lanterns uh, during the, uh, um, the the battle of the during the Sinestro Corps War. And one, uh, most importantly, near uh, the near fatal beating of Daxamite Green Lantern Sodam Yat, mm-hmm. and the a, death of Guardian Seven. That's that's right. Yeah. So I mean, not popular. He not, is a badass. Yeah. Not popular <laughs> on Oa. Yeah. Um, so of course uh, they 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 talk they talk a little uh, a little to Mordrew and um, and, and here here's <laughs> this some... is classic. Oh my god. <laughs> I like it. And uh, you know and 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 actually we get. The, the names of uh, Saturn Queen and Cosmic King. And, uh, uh, you know, there was um, 
Actually, I, you know, let's just stop for a second. Matt, you've got to, you've got to leave us. Yep. Unfortunately, I've got to head out. Oh. Yeah, I have to help <laughs> have to help the wife with the dishes. No that's worries. My, that's my no. Superboy's wine. <laughs> well, um, I think we should save the other episode that we were planning on recording tonight for next week because this one's going to go long. I would agree with that. This one's yeah. going long. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. So, so your research was not for naught, Matt. We'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll touch base on that one next week. All yes, right. We will. All right. Pretty take it easy, sir. Take it easy. All right. <laughs> Bye, Matt. Bye, bye. Bye. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, who Eve, dares disturb more Drew? Eve Aries, and they they talk about the the original. Of course, they they talk again about the the Legion of Supervillains. And you know what does uh, what does more Drew need with a Legion of Supervillains? I mean, come on, it's freaking exactly. more Drew. It, it is. It's more Drew. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's considered one of the most powerful beings in the universe at that time. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, okay, so again, they they say about uh, you know getting. Uh, sorry, I'm 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 losing my place here. Okay, here we go. You're about to see legionnaires die in ways you've never seen before. Um, and 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 I just love this. Of course, um, we get the we get the whole debate of of do we really need to uh, do we really need to to redeem. Superboy Prime? Superboy are you Prime. kidding? <laughs> and, and 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 it is a debate that I think a lot of people were having from the second that um, he said it. Yeah, totally. You that know, was the big question after issue one was how do you do this? How? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, how, you know, to get him to grow a conscience and turn himself in, like what? Um, <laughs> And I love this. Do you think he'll, you know, and this is, again, these, this is the debate that people were having. They were saying, you know, do you think you can show him the error, error of his ways? Do you think he'll apologize for ripping people in half, throw on a flight ring, and become the Legion's new Superboy? Because there were people who were actually positing that. And, um, you know, it's crazy talk. Crazy. So, um, and of course, uh, Polar Boy is, is a little more... Um, uh, you know, it's, again, he's sort of, I can't believe we're even having, having to have this conversation. And that's when Kaz steps in as the Elder Statesman. Yeah, yeah. And, which is the role that he fills in the Legion. Whenever you need a question solved about the Legion Constitution, he is the one who comes in and solves it. Done. Absolutely. We're not going to do this this way. And that's why not what we do. During that five-year gap, he was my, uh, he, he was, you know, just my favorite character in the, in those issues, because it really was his story, his redemption and that kind of thing at the, at the beginning. And I'm, I'm putting the, putting the band back together. And, um, yeah. And I mean, that's, that's where, you know, that, that really, really came through even more. So, um, Rond is uh, trying to trying to keep a, a barrier up up and uh, and is is really struggling with that. I mean, let's face it; he's got all these supervillains coming after him, and you know you see all mm. all, all manner of uh, of beams and weapons being applied. Um, and uh, and of course, you got Prime punching through the walls. Well, we know what happens when Prime punches on uh, on barriers. <laughs> Everything changes. <laughs> Continuity <laughs> changes. <laughs> Continuity changes every time he hits something. It's amazing. <laughs> So God knows what that's all rot, um, <clears throat> and of course uh, he managed to 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 force the others out, and I just love the way he just sort of scoops them through that barrier, and uh, you know because hey Ron Vidar, 
you know, he was he was he was the kid who always did what he could to help the Legion. But uh, but, you know, that kid's hero through and through. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have Superboy Prime at the bottom of going, come on, come on out and play. And I had the Warriors in my head. Totally. You know, that, that 80s. Movie. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, when he was saying that, I'm like, oh, that's just that's just wicked. Yeah. And, 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 and it's exactly the same thing. I mean. Yeah, and and you know, it, it, people have said about um, uh, how the Three Boot Legion references um, Wild in the Streets, but that yeah, you're right. That line really does bring uh, bring the Warriors to, to mind. Um, oh. so we get more de- more debate with the Legion, more debate. Oh, you missed this one little spot. Sorry, I look on the page before that on the bottom. Between Wardrew and uh, Superboy Prime, yes. And he's going, "I had her, I had her until you." And Superboy Prime goes, "Oh, quit your whining! I hate whiners." <laughs> the irony <laughs> is amazing. Isn't it? it really I is. Could... Yeah, I hate whiners. The disagree with me is really what he's saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fanboys, take note. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, if uh, if if his talking really annoys you, it's because he's you. <laughs> all right so oh, we're gonna get hate mail <laughs> oh that's yeah all french yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um I, i'm really loving the way that that uh the perez draws um draws saturn girl on, on this page just sort of around the eyes it's a real classic sort of look that he's that he's given to her and mm-hmm. uh, you know it comes down to that that whole thing of um differentiating members by more than just hairstyles and uh, and 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 uh, Perez is one of the guys that can really do that with a huge team of characters whereas a lot of people would just kind of draw the same guy and just draw a different hairstyle and and let you tell the difference by the costume you know he's given a distinctive look to their to their faces and uh, you know you look at the uh, at the high cheekbones on uh, on cosmic boy and and sort of the the, the shape of his face and uh, and mm-hmm. then you 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 know he's he's really given uh, really gone sort of the extra mile to to you know you can tell who they are without seeing their costumes yeah it's obvious that these um most of these characters are no longer the teenagers that they used to be i think when they were allowed to grow up a little bit in the Baxter run um, they were arguably all pretty much in their mid twenties at that point, and now it looks right. like some of the legionnaires are pushing mid thirties. Yeah, with, exactly. with some of these looks. So. Yeah. So one of the things he says about uh, you know he talks about is is you know why is it that that rocks the leader? Why is it you know you know, and and really the whole thing is that um, that that Rock is saying you know I want you guys to have a life together outside of the team. And and this is this is a big deal. I've given up my life, my relationships, so that you don't have to. And there's Night Girl on the same panel, looking at him, kind of. Torque. Yeah, yeah. So so hey, there's 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 a story I, I I'm looking forward to hearing. I want to read that story mm-hmm. <laughs> in the worst way, Jeff John. Her costume is very much like her old one used to be. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and like I said, the beehives back as well, and uh, and it, that's interesting. And if you look, it has like an owl face on her. Which was the yeah that was the classic uniform right, right. and uh, mm. it seems that we've kind of gone got, again we've kind of gone back to different eras and updated them and that's uh, it's, it's. I would love to see Night Girl be using <laughs> you know artifact from the 20th century known as Doctor Midnight's blackout bombs. Oh. Oh, exactly. Because you can't always team her up with Shadow Lass as proven later in this um, issue. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, he, they they talk about. Um, 
how they need some unity, and and the unity that they don't want it to be is Superboy Prime and the Legion of Supervero- Super Villains, kind of a uh, play on the whole on the the old days of Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes when that mm-hmm. was always the title. Um, and of course, some flight rings come online in the lobby, and we have some Legionnaires that have made it back thanks to uh, the help of Ron Vidar. And of course. Um, uh, of course, uh, you know, for those who weren't sure uh, that uh, that uh, chameleon girl was Yira, she is indeed Yira. Uh, I think that was that was covered in the uh, in the action run as well. But um, so Lazon gets refracted. Yeah, I'm not convinced that killed him, though. So. No, no, he's you know, if he if he's turned into light, I mean, light refracts, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't mean the light disappears. I mean, he's he's screaming down there at the bottom, so maybe he is dead. But I, I'm I'm wondering if he's just not been turned into um, the different colors of the rainbow, <laughs> which oh. is a um, yeah. not, I don't mean that as a family joke. I mean that as a <laughs> Jeff Johns motif this year, apparently. Yeah. So well, absolutely. Since there's a violet one, a purple one, a blue one, a yellow one, an orange one, a red one, and a green one shooting off, I have to wonder, what's that all about, Jeff? Especially especially when you consider that he's been refracted through a gem created by a Green Lantern ring. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And right there it says, lethal force enabled. Yeah, and see, a lot of people assume that Lazon's dead at that point, and I'm like, I'm not convinced. Uh uh I have to be honest, I'm not convinced of that at this point, so... Well, they could have easily killed him off. I mean, he's not. Bad. He's not that. He's not. He's not a powerful guy. But at the same point, you know, maybe now is the time to boost up his power, so he yeah. could be more of a threat later. Yeah, and that's how they're going to do it. So, um, and then of course, uh, the Emerald Empress takes a shot, as does Storm Boy, and basically, Ron Vidar is taking it from all sides here, and he's still he's still ticking. Yep. Well, he's a Green Lantern. That's what they do. Yeah. And um, so they're trying to create another Stargate to be basically pull him through. Uh, Black Mace uh, takes a takes a hit, and um, and of course uh, Vidar handles that very well. Um, even Titania, you know, Beauty Blaze, Validus, you know, Validus, he just caps him. He just puts a puts a, a lid on him, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. that problem solved. Yeah. You know, takes and a care. then. He runs up against a brick wall known as Saturn Queen. Yeah, and, and right here is where we see, you know, maybe maybe this is why we didn't need to see her in that uh, in that issue of um, in that first part of the Baxter run, is is because you know she's uh, she's she's a little tough. She's uh, you know she she can uh, seems to have a command over the over the telepathy, you know. Not unlike what Saturn Girl does, but the difference is, is Saturn Queen knows no limits. I mean, and, just look at that face on her. Yeah. She says, I see yeah. your thoughts. That, yeah. That's completely cold and icy. And to see Ron's brain, <laughs> all the veins on his forehead are basically pulsating. It's like, wow, yeah. he's got to be having the, the aneurysm of all time at this point. Exactly. I mean, it's just uh, so, so, you know, he was doing so well. And then, of course, Superboy, who hates Green Lanterns. Um, talks about breaking his hand, um, but of course, um, no. We got to give uh, we got to give the old man a turn, and so Universal comes forward, and he just all all Universal wants is the ring. Of course, Universal is a uh, 
a, a disgraced Green Lantern from uh, from years back. <laughs> and that's all he wants. So, um, anyway, so so Superboy, uh, you know, he he, you know, still still defiant. You know, Ron Rond is still defiant. Says that ring will never belong to you. It spits in his eye or his monocle. Good shot. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Good day. And we hear the snap, and uh, Misa reacts on the other side of of uh, the Stargate she's trying to build, and and down goes Ron Vidar. And um, well, you know, as we know, what the rings do now is when uh, when the ring bearer is dead, the ring goes and finds the next person, and so uh, Universal tries to take the ring off his off his son's body. And um, and of course the uh, the ring takes off, looks through, it scans the space sector, the scan fails, and off it goes. And uh, so, of <laughs> and of course uh, he says that was the greatest weapon in the universe. And Cosmic King tells him we already have the greatest weapon. And Superboy says, Yeah, that'd be me, Monopoly Man. <laughs> you know, it was either that or Mister Peanut. Exactly. <laughs> any any villain with a monocle <laughs> and a goatee. <laughs> exactly. So Super Superboy goes nuts and says, "Magic always tickles." Um, you know this this uh, this Superboy doesn't seem to have the issue with magic that his uh, um, uh, counterparts on other Earths have. Mm-hmm. And Mordrew is basically, hey, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to hear the, uh, I, I will not take orders from a, from this boy. A boy, a boy. <laughs> and um, anyway, so they, so they talk about making this, making this alliance, and um, temporary. Note Therok there. It's yeah, temporary. and that, that's interesting. And then uh, Mano says something about you and your human uh, supremacist trash. Remember that. And so you've got the, you've got people sort of starting to break back into their original groups. You know, they were all united at first, but now there's these little factions that are that are sort of moving back. So you've got the, uh, you know, Earthman and his, you know, the, this Justice League that uh, he's that he's put together. And uh, then you've got the Fatal Five making their move back together. And um, and he says, you know, the power of the Fatal Five, the Justice League, and the Great Mordrew. And um, and that's basically how they managed to to convince him to to throw in his lot with them. Okay, remember earlier when you was mentioning about uh, Mordrew being that hand? Yeah. Hey, look at his uh, when he put the ring on. Yeah, yeah. There's and that's no it. Uh, there's no green bracelet or anything. Well, I think that's that I think that green that green bracer may have been Lightning Lords, Paul. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah actually, I guess you know it was purple yeah, sky around it, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Although the cuff seemed a lot shorter, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's. Uh... Hey, it's only a thousand characters in this book, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay, <on>. so so. Um, <laughs> They've realized that Green Lantern is dead. They've real, you know, and they they find his body, and uh, you know they can see it, and they know that the uh, the the Legion of Supervillains is heading for them, and um, and they're... Now, see, here's the thing that I think is happening here. I think Misa has done something for Ron uh-huh. at this point. Maybe she knew she didn't have enough energy to pull a Stargate out of her hat, but she's done something. 
yeah. because she Ron's dead and she knows it, but she's like no, and she casts yet another spell. Yep. And I don't think it was just to see what was happening on Sorcerer's World. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, so they're concerned that the Legion is heading towards them, and uh, of course Brainiac 5 takes out something that he's been holding on to since the JLA run. <laughs> this is the lightning rod that he used to bring back the flashes. Mm-hmm. So... Or a fondue um, fork, we're not sure. Well, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or just yummy bread and cheese. Um, <laughs> well, it was uh, explained that uh, Wally West coming back was just an accident. He basically yeah. got pulled through, right? So, right. It, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like the, the drain was open and uh, someone got pulled through and he just kind of went along for the ride. Right. Um, and uh, and and you know of course with uh, with rebirth going on with all the things that have been going on and and, and you know this is no secret to anyone that Barry Allen's coming back because it's been on the cover of everything. Heck, it, was, it, even, it even made the it even made the papers. Um, yep. As we said, if you don't want to be spoiled, stay away from the interwebs. Um, <laughs> so so you know it, it's, it's that whole thing of oh it's got to you know I mean I remember when that happened at the time it's like it's got to be Barry in that lightning round it's got to be. And uh, but now more and more, I'm I'm leaning toward Bart. Yeah, it would be nice to. Yeah, I could see it being Bart. Yeah, it would be nice if you know maybe Connor could be there too. Bring them both. Yeah, but he wasn't in the Speed Force, right? I so, know. Yeah, well. true, but I mean details. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, details can be worked out later. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, the the ring you know is is left with nowhere to go because you know the ring the whole idea is that the ring is supposed to find its next wearer and uh, and it's unable to do so and so it makes its way back to oa and uh, gets grabbed by a hand and uh and dropped onto a pile of rings and he says mogo you were missed because of course mogo was the uh was the planet uh green lantern that mm-hmm. uh basically kind of redirected the traffic of the rings essentially so mm-hmm. the uh the you know the rings knew where to go because mogo told them where to go and that's why mogo was of such strategic importance during the uh the uh, sinestro core war uh because that's what he does so um we, we're back to our legionnaires and they're kind of trying to get all their stuff together um and they and uh they're actually at the original justice league's uh, headquarters in happy harbor in a cave they met in a cave and brainy is just disgusted <laughs> well it doesn't take much does it <laughs> no exactly so they're looking for something and of course snapper car had no logical filing system so brainy's even more pissed off snapper and... car was a beatnik for christ's sake <laughs> what do you want <laughs> so he, he, he doesn't know how they managed to stave off threats of people like dark side in the in the anti-monitor with this kind of disorganization and um, they find a what what and looks of course, like Phantom Girl finds what he's looking for right off the bat. <laughs> exactly. Is this the crystal ball you were looking for? And he says it's not a crystal ball, but rather a sphere made up of the crystallized nexus of all Earths from all parallel universes. Now, have we ever seen this before? Yes, um, yes, we have. When have we seen it? On the cover of the JLA JSA number, uh, their first team up. Yeah. Yes. 
It is yeah. sitting in the middle of the table, and they're all holding hands around it, and then the smoke that comes out of it is the old JSA members. Exactly, and that's the that's the beautiful part of it, and it's it's the uh, and that's that's what the I I picked up the story cover. I know there was a there was a cover that had Saturn Girl on it. I picked up the story cover because it was a, a beautiful homage to that cover. You have uh, mm-hmm. Brainy and uh, Misa and Phantom Girl all. Uh, yeah. I'll do in the old seance, and then you see the various uh, various legions showing up. Oh, you got the little strip down the middle? Yeah. 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 That's what I had. That's the only one they had when I picked it up. Yeah, I, I, I like the Saturn Girl cover, but I love this one more. So yeah, exactly. And it was it was just like, oh, it's just like that cover. And and yeah, that's exactly where we've seen this before. And I think that's oh. really neat. That's really digging in deep. Um, you know, which Johns is really good at. So off they go, but the, but um, you know. Hey, you notice it's um, it's Night Girl that's questioning his planning, isn't it? Um, you know, what wh- basically? Okay, so you know what are what are the plan? Oh no, she's questioning Brainiac Five actually. Um, so that's almost as though she's sticking up for Cosmic Boy. I think she's trying a, to figure out what's going on. There's yeah. a, there's an interesting story behind all this. Uh, there's got to be. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so where where did uh, Polar Boy and the others get sent to? Well, they've gone to the uh, so we've got Polar Boy. Dawn Star and Wildfire have been sent to the Time Institute. And uh, we see one of the old time bubbles. And, uh, and, they're and, being sent to the 21st century. So theories on why they're being sent to the 21st century? Well, that's just Connor? it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, could it be? Because, you know, again, they're going through time. They can, um, they can go anywhere. Right. Okay, now look at the uh, in that top left-hand panel. There's a lot of small figures at the Time Institute. Yeah, I think one of those is an old Rip Hunter, and I think one of those may be Snapper Carr. Okay. Be wrong about um, well, yeah, we've got we've got we've yes. got Rip Hunter. We've got um, yeah, I'm not sure who that one at the top is. We've got oh, Skeets. We got uh, uh, Gold Star. That be Gold Star. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I got a magnifier. On this series, I can see this thing. <laughs> you get up on the age, you need all the help you can get. <laughs> yeah. I see four different ones, and I can sit. I'm not sure if that's Snapper. Well, it just reminds me of the clothes he used to wear all the time. You yeah, know, so. I mean, yeah, I'm, but, I'm not entirely sure, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's got that right. Rick Jones look, and let's face it, Rick Jones, Snapper car, they're all the same. Yeah, um, <laughs> just a different alternate universe. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, we but we do have Gold Star and uh, and Skeets. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know why these three Legionnaires would be sent to the 21st century, except for Starboy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that would make sense. But why? That's why the these only ones? thing I can think of, though. That's it. That's, I'm I'm out of ideas beyond that. So. Yeah. Why these ones in particular? I mean, I think that that if you're having a huge event with with all of all of the Legionnaires involved. You got to bring Starboy in it somehow, mm-hmm. purely because you know he's one of them, and um, sure. you know. So, so I mean, it only it only kind of makes sense, and you know, he's in much better shape these days. So, um, mm, Wednesdays. Oh, I'm sorry. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Sloppy Joe day. Oh, Sloppy oh, Joe. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> um. And Mon- and Monel and Shadowlass have uh, have their instructions. So you've got Brainy and 
and Phantom Girl and, and Mysa setting up the the, uh, the crystal ball or the Nexus ball, whatever you want to call it. And um, and the good old Legion cruiser takes off with uh, with Shady and uh, and Monel. And mm-hmm. uh, they need to they need to take Ron's body to Oa. True. And 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 for for those of us who, who who may not have caught it right right as soon as that the ring landed on Oa, he says, "I don't know his name, but Brainy thinks I'm the only one of us he'll listen to. Apparently, he's a Daxamite." And um, anyway, so they set up their their little uh, seance and uh, and. And Superman tells him, you know, you need to, whatever it is you're going to do, you need to make it happen quick because they're all here. And, and um, Superboy Prime is is ready to roll, baby. Oh, yeah. So um, they, they're actually getting this thing going, and they, they're, they're connecting to one Legion lost. <laughs> um, and the other Legion are, are more, far more important to all of this uh, than I believed. Um, so basically, you're getting different versions of the of, of the Legion being brought through, and here they are. Look at that! Wow, a lot of Legionnaires on one page. Yeah, that's a that's a. What do we call them? A gaggle of Legionnaires? How, how many <laughs> Legionnaires is this? Yeah, it, well, it wouldn't be a flock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It, can I say it? Can I say it's a buttload of Legionnaires? Oh. Indeed, it is. Indeed, it is. And of course, we get Greif. Where the sprock are we now? <laughs> and gotta love Gates, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so, All so right. basically, the ball blows up, and uh, and they're stuck out there somehow. Which means there's no way to get back. <laughs> okay, that does here kind of blow off your uh, theory of Karate Kid being from the reboot. Yep. Karate Kid, the three boot Karate Kid is right there on that left page. Yeah, right above uh, Brainiac Five. Whichever. Hmm. Interesting. So like I said, the three uh, boot Karate Kid is there, and let's see, is the is the second? Yeah, the um the Archie Karate Kid is on his page as well. Yeah. So that remains the first Karate Kid is missing from the story. Yeah, because they they brought him back to life. I remember, you know, reading that. What? And plus, he looked older. Yeah, in the if you look in the action series, no, no, I mean in the countdown. Uh, oh, Uma, Una said that uh, you know. Remember when we bring you back? You know, she comments about bringing them back to life. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I I think countdown is not the place to go to true. back up continuity. That's fair. That's discussions. fair. But, <laughs> but, uh, you can still and, see a lot hey, of stuff. In. I'm questioning if if even. Uh, Shooter's Legion is the place to ask these questions too, right? Oh, that's that's true too because he's not been paying attention to what has gone before either. So, but. so I mean, uh, you know, I, I tend to feel that when when they get asked through that gate in um, in that issue of the of the three boot series, um, that it was clearly an editorial mandate because Shooter doesn't care what else is going on. But someone, you know, I think he was told, you know, hey, find a, you know, basically find a place where these guys are going to leave. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe that's plans what, have that's what happened. Those couple of panels were just completely out of place. Yeah, know, and for- and and to be fair, you know, being brought in from parallel universes, whatever, are they also or are they being brought in from different timelines? So you know, exactly. there's, there's still exactly. a lot to be uh, to be given us here. Of course, the Brainiac Fives um, all get into uh, 
I'll get, I'll get into it. And I love this. Are you joking, Grandpa? Because, you know, that's the uh, that's the line from the Three Boot Legion. Eat it, Grandpa. Um, so basically, you know, the older Brainy tries to sort of bring them together and, uh, you know, get them... Uh, Get, you know, basically get them unified, and that you know we need to we need to beat this this threat, but you need to listen to me. Yeah, um, and and Phantom Girl's down there on that last panel about to lose it. Yeah, and I yeah. love Tenya, but you know, she's the one you want to have lose it at this point, and and tell them to go do what they need to do and shut the hell up. Yeah, <laughs> I like how they go on and says, "But I am Brainiac Five. What? I am Brainiac Five. Yes, <laughs> I'll beat a very short copy." <laughs> Um, yeah, I love this. How could you possibly trust an adult, let alone an adult version of yourself? <laughs> um, okay, so some boy observing the battle from afar, but, you know, not and really getting interested. drunk. Yeah, he's getting wow. loaded. Dirk, and, Dirk has fallen really low here. Yeah. yeah. Then the next panel, we get the, uh, we get the payoff. We've been waiting for this since, uh, since Superman first said he wants to redeem, uh, uh, Superboy Prime. It's like, how do you feel about that now, Superman? Now that you're eating Prime Fist. One one thing about Sunboy before we skip it, Paul. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. On the on the two pages where the two legions occur, neither Sunboy came through. Oh, that's interesting. So I'm guessing that Dirk is going to have to play a big part at some point in um the story. Well, he has to. Otherwise, why come back to him there, right? I exactly. Mean, yeah. All right. They're going to need a Sunboy before all this is over. Oh, definitely. So, so Superboy is going to burn an S into the Earth, and it's going to be the three points are going to be, he already did it Smallville, next it's going to be Metropolis, then it's going to be the Fortress, and he's going to turn the North Pole into the hugest fire ever. So we see the, the Time Trapper, of course, observing all of this. Mm-hmm. Then we head back to Oa, and... Um, and Monel and Shadowlass get out of the cruiser. And now, this they're... reminded me of the prologue to the Great Darkness saga. For those it it totally does. No, absolutely. And that that was that story where basically they were on on an interrupted vacation, and they found this planet where there was something going on. And that's exactly what this. Yeah, very very evocative of that, without a doubt. And and we know that Johns is a fan of that story. So, um, and just just that mass of rings. It's unbelievable. And, um, of course, we have someone up by the now defunct power battery. And, um, and, and if you'll notice that, uh, coffin that, uh, the Ron Vidar's body is in, you know, we, we've seen these coffins before. The glass coffin. Of, yeah. Uh, That's from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, it's actually from the, the lightning saga and the, uh, the story where lightning light comes back to life. You know, it's, it, new Ron Vidar shouldn't have eaten that apple. Um, <laughs> Never eat anything the Emerald Empress gives you. How many times have we been over this? And of course, uh, the the this you know, hey, it looks like uh, uh, Ron wasn't the last Green Lantern. Although this one seems to have taken a, a field promotion, it's Sodam Yat, who we remember, of course, from. Uh, the uh, the the Sinestro Corps War and was mentioned earlier. This is why I think that we're going to see Bart later on. So next one, the next issue is Lightning versus Thunder. So yeah, he's teasing us. He's oh. so teasing us. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Because did we have uh, uh, us. did we have our little Shazam uh, Archie come through? I don't see her. Um, I don't think so. I don't no. think she showed up. I could well, they, wrong, might, but... they may have her. You know, some of the characters we didn't see, they might show up yeah, later. Yeah. I just forgot to put them in. I think the idea yeah, was just that there was a mass of people, and we're not necessarily going to see every one of them right now. But uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. So, so I, there we I don't have see it. her on that page, but that doesn't mean she's not around somewhere, right? Yeah. So there we have yeah. it, guys. It it took us two hours, but we got through uh, the first two issues of Legion of Three Worlds. So an hour an issue—that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay, at are all. we are we ready for the Wow Theory of Rick? I, yes, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting Hold for on. this, sir. I need a drink. Hang on. <laughs> okay, you're going to need several drinks by the time I'm done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, no. Okay, make it a double bartender. Okay. <laughs> okay, Darren, you ready? Yeah, go for it. Hit me. Okay, now go back to Crisis on Infinite Earth. Oh, Jesus. The very last I, I need another drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so, okay, now it's, <laughs> it's all... Darkseid's fault. Because remember uh, that uh, he goes and uses Alexander Luther. Mm-hmm. You know, by using his, you know Darkseid, you know, destroys helps destroy the Anti Monitor by mm-hmm. going through Alexander Luther. Right, right. Now, oh, Darkseid does not do anything for anybody but himself. Mm-hmm. So, what would make it? Uh, oh. The change oh. Superboy Prime into the greatest evil. And nobody could say, yes, it's Darkseid. No, because he changed Alexander Luther when he did that. Because hmm. you know, uh, Alexander Luther just didn't really have anything going on. Personality, because he, he grew up almost overnight. Right, right. So he changed him. They uh they had a choice, if you remember. Either uh going to what looked like a hell right. which is apocalypse or this heaven like. So Darkseid influenced them to go to this one place where they would be stuck. And over the time he would have uh, Alexander push Superboy Prime to where he wants him. Yeah. What would be the best thing in the world to have is Superman, the greatest champion, to be the most hated. So uh, you know. Hmm. So I'm saying that there, uh, it's a you know, it's, he's not. I mean, you know, Superboy Prime. Yeah, he's not uh, possessed or anything. He was influenced mm-hmm. by Dark Side. I, I, I totally buy that. I think. Well, we know the Shadow Demons are coming from the DC Universe preview. Right. right. Of this story. Yeah. I mean, and I would expect to see them next issue. Because oh, yeah, in yeah. that issue, we saw um, Superman and Tear going at it. And it looks like that's what's about to happen here. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's very easy to assume that Darkseid's curse could wind up being more fulfilled than before. Yeah, because, I mean, if you look at a lot of things, uh, something we won't mention it if you remember what we talked about earlier about some large person. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And, uh, he has he does long range plans because and if he you remember is his the reason Final one. Crisis is happening, as far as we know right now. Well, and that's just it. I mean, it's um, 
you know, because one of the things is everyone's been saying sort of like um, that that the Final Crisis banner on a lot of these titles is just branding. Um, but I don't know if you guys read um, the uh, the Rogue's Revenge issue three. No, I haven't mm-hmm. got that one yet. Okay, well, I don't want—I don't want to spoil anything for okay, you. Okay, like, go so, ahead. I mean, I don't mind. But, 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 and and actually, I'm not going to spoil specifics. But basically, uh, you know, that seemed very removed from um, Final Crisis in the first two issues. But in the third issue, they really bring it right back in. And uh, and I wonder if that's maybe where the where the connection's going to end up, where there is going to be, even if it's somewhat tangential to the com- to the completion of this story, if there's mm-hmm. going to be that thread that uh, that gets brought in together. Um, you know, we're we're told that uh, the what Morrison's got planned for uh, for Final Crisis is is uh, you know is is something huge, and he you know he's claimed you know and, and yeah, there's a lot of hyperbole hyperbole involved in this, but uh, but the fact is he has claimed that you know this is something that's never been done in comics before. It's gonna be very interesting to see sort of where that's being taken, and uh, and how far reaching the effects of that are gonna be. Yeah, well, we one of the things. Yeah, you know, one one of the things people are saying about Final Crisis is it's, it's very new god oriented. Yeah, right. Well, we've only seen one new god in Legion history. Exactly, the big god. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so if we're going to get a new a slew of servants of darkness, bring it on. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Anyway, I think uh, at two hours and eight minutes. Um, <laughs> are we done yeah i think i think we need to we need to pull this one down and uh you know rick we never heard what your legion name is for today uh who's everybody else um i was video lad because i i uh competed in a uh 72 hour film challenge this this weekend oh gee. darren and and i'm i'm after glow boy and i'm not telling you why oh <laughs> <laughs> i see should i be geezer lad because I'm the old guy. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so you guys by ten years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is uh, episode four. Put to bed. That is the uh, Legion of Three Worlds. Uh, next week we got uh, something great. Uh, actually, something we're all looking forward to, and that is going to be a character spotlight on Monel. And um, and it'll be just as long as this episode was. <laughs> oh, easily, easily. <laughs> I'll wait till you get my wife theory on Monel. <laughs> this is awesome. It, Rick's going to be like the conspiracy theorist. You know, he's going to yeah. be, he's going to have all the wild theories. That's awesome. Geezer lad. Wait till we get the book. Remember my booster gold one. <laughs> uh, we got a while to wait on booster, don't we? Yeah. I remember what I told you on him. So it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. That. And, and Hey, gold star was in the back of that one panel. Yep. <laughs> yep. She was. <laughs> All right, that is it for this episode. You can contact us, of course, uh, at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can head on over to our forum at forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Or if you're already on the comics forums, just take a look for it there. And yes, of course, there. Yeah, We're and, there. and of course, uh, comments are always welcome on our site at uh, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We're going to have to get to those at some point, but this episode ended up way too long for us to start talking uh, feedback. But we do really appreciate the feedback, and it, it's it's uh, it's of great help. And it also it it's just it just gives us a, a warm, happy feeling. Yes, audio <laughs> comments is always welcome too. Absolutely, and those can of course be sent to the aforementioned uh, Gmail address. Again, that's Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. All right, I think we're out, guys. All right.
Bye-bye.